0: How are you?
1: Uh we are we've been better, but uh, you know, I'm still six feet above ground. So how are you doing, that's sir?
2: Always a, it's always a bad. It's always good to be uh
1: not not waking <laughs> up to dirt in your face. <laughs> a dirt bath, in other words, yeah. My chicken's taking a bath, but that's different. A <laughs> dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they take dust baths and stuff, you know.
2: Sure, sure. Uh, so when you're out surviving in the woods, <laughs> you smoke bath, you know, around the fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: how uh, I'm going to get started here. Yeah, right? Well, oh, good. So Good, good. Uh, all right, this is How to Win in Court Without a Liar. This is Dave Harwitz. I'll be your host. This is July 12th, I believe it is. And uh, tonight, we are going to see what is in a name. It isn't what they call you, it's what you answer to. So, let's get this one started. Uh, Thanks for joining me this evening, and uh, I am going to get a little biblical for a little while. (laughs) So, basically, in the beginning, God created
3: man, man, man.
2: He named man, Adam in Hebrew, okay? Um, when somebody creates something, they name it, okay? They name it. Uh, it's kind of like um, being able to decide what it is, what it does. You create something, and it is yours to name, Okay? We're going to get into this a little bit more, but uh, Genesis 2-7, then Adam and I God formed Adam, man, from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life so that he became a living being. Okay, so he created man and he named man, okay? He had authority, okay? He had authority to do so as the creator. Genesis 2.19, so from the ground, Adonai God formed every wild animal and every bird that flies in the air, and he brought them to Adam to see what he would call them, what he would name them. Whatever Adam would call each living creature, that was to be its name. Okay? And he named them, and then it was, again, every wild animal, every bird that flies in the air. Okay? Every creeping thing on the ground. He was giving Adam dominion over it, allowing him to name it, okay? Just follow me along here for a minute. Genesis Genesis 3.20, the man called his wife Hava, wife, because she was the mother of all living, okay? The Bible says that uh, uh, we're not going to get into that. We're going to stay over here. (laughs) Anyway, he named his wife, okay? Hava, wife because she was the mother of all living. Genesis one twenty-six and 28, Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image and the likeness of ourselves, and let them rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the animals, and all over the earth, and every crawling creature that crawls on the earth. So God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. God bless them. God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, and every living creature that crawls in the earth. Okay? So when he named it, he was giving them dominion over those things. Now, he didn't say to Adam, have dominion over, you know, everything that uh, you create. However, if you follow the line, the hierarchy okay, or the heirs as they go down, Adam and Eve created Cain and Abel, they named them, they had authority for them until they left their house, okay, so our parents do the same thing, okay, they give us a name, they call us by our name, okay, so I was talking to to, to uh, Buster, who was on, on the call earlier, and, and uh, you know, when you Uh, You know, your mom gets angry at you, and she may call you by all your names. So, but basically, your parents name you, they have authority over you. Daniel 1, 5 through 7, the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. Okay? Now, we're talking about Nebuchadnezzar, Babylon, okay? And this is where the system that we live in comes from okay, Babylon, onto Rome, and then here, okay, England, then here, okay. So the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years after that. They were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, uh, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, he named Belshazzar to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. So this, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was a king, okay, a conquering king. He conquered uh, the Israelites, okay. Then they they were given new names. They were cataloged. They had censuses uh, because uh, the government where the king gave him a new name, where they gave them new names, okay, he could catalog them and, and have authority over them, okay? These, these were not the names their parents gave them, okay? So let's move from, from Babylon to Rome, okay? Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, the terms capitis diminutio, okay, or diminished capacity is what that means, okay? It's a term used in Roman law referring to the extinguishing either in whole or in part, of a person's former status and legal capacity. There were three changes of a state or condition attended with different consequences, maxima, media, and minima. Okay, so there's three different losses of status in Rome, okay, for not following Caesar's rules, okay? Um, Capitus uh, de maxima was the greatest loss of status uh it involved the loss of liberty citizenship and family being made a slave or a prisoner of war okay so when you see your name on your birth certificate on your driver's license on any bill that you get um you know pretty much any any correspondence between you and a government agency okay it's going to have your name in Capitus the Maxima, right? All capital letters. Don't believe me. Look it up for yourself, please. Okay? So basically, you're considered, uh, you know, uh, basically a prisoner of war or a slave. Okay? That's how they look look at you. Okay? Capitalist and media consisted of a loss of citizenship and family. Without any for, uh, without any forfeiture of personal liberty, so personal liberty, yeah, you may be in a jail, okay, or on or a slave plantation without any uh, fences and, and guards. Well, there's plenty of guards out there, <laughs> plenty of guards out there, and they're putting more on every corner. Uh, they have badges and guns, and basically they will ask you your name, okay to see if it's on their list, okay? So, capitalist diminution media consists of a loss of citizenship and family, okay? And if you look at government, they, they wanted to, uh, you know, put away the, the family unit, okay, because it's separate from them, okay? There's a different hierarchy in the family, okay? Different rules, different all kinds of different things uh, that are different in your own home, okay? Uh, they want that, too. They want authority over that, too. And they use your name, okay, when you're born and uh, to put you into a lower status, okay? So let's get to the third one. Capitist diminutio minima consisted of a person ceasing to belong to a particular family without a loss of liberty or citizenship. Kind of like... Uh, uh, woman gets married, changes her name to her husband's name, giving up the father and mother. Okay, and clinging to his, clinging to her husband. Okay, joining a new family, no loss of liberty or citizenship. Okay, so diminished capacity or diminished, is, is incompetence. Okay, when you go into a, and hire a lawyer to go into court. They look at you as incompetent. You're a ward of the state or the ward of the court, and you cannot talk to the court directly. You have to speak to your attorney, who is your mouthpiece, and also as an officer of the court. To basically, basically, you're hiring the other side to represent you. Okay, but you're considered uh, to have diminished capacity, or that you're incompetent, or that. Uh, and I shouldn't say or, and a ward of the court. Okay, so you're you start out if you hire a lawyer, you're automatically having diminished capacity. They're already uh, deemed you incompetent and a ward of the court. Okay, the world claims your name is one of their own, or one that they own. Okay, so when you go and 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 uh, Cop pulls you over. The first thing they ask for: license, registration, and insurance. Do you have permission? Are you registered with us? And, and uh, did you did you buy insurance to hold us harmless? Being that we we're supposed to have a fiduciary duty, uh, but we're forcing you to pay for insurance to hold us harmless. That's what they're doing when they pull you over and they ask you for those three things. They're going to recognize you as one of their own, one of their own, or one that they own. So slaves, after after escaping slavery, I don't know if anybody saw the movie uh, uh, Harriet, about Harriet Tubman, good movie, um, but one of the things slaves do after escaping slavery is they give themselves a new name, a new identity, one that wasn't on some purchase receipt or equated with free... One that's equated with freedom and not slavery, uh, and a name that's, uh, you know, that doesn't have diminished capacity. Okay. Cause they were, you know, branded a slave. If they keep the same name, they could have been, you know, dragged back into a place that, that recognized, uh, the purchase order that they were bought with. Okay. So slaves that were escaping, they gave themselves a new name. Um, I believe Muhammad Ali, <laughs> uh, who was Cassius Clay prior, okay, changed his name to Muhammad Ali. He said that uh, that Cassius Clay was his uh, slave name, okay? It was a name that the state looked at him as. Anyway, moving on, if you allow anyone to decide what your name is, then you are their slave, okay? Now, again, maybe slave, Uh, is a a tough word, let's say, under their authority, okay? So when uh, you go to a court and you ask a judge, you know, who do you think you are to me? Or who do you think that I am? Who do you think that I am? Let them define it. Let them define it, okay? Okay. Ask questions. The more question, you know, you don't answer questions. Answering questions. If they say, uh, the, the person, the the judge calls out the case. They say your name, and all they're 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 saying a name that sounds like your name. Okay, and you go, I'm here. You've just joined yourself to the legal fiction, the name that they've created. Okay, because they have no other, they have no authority. No, zip, zilch, not a nobody over you as a man or a woman, okay? They're not your parents, and they're not your creator, okay? But if you go and you raise your hand and say, I'm here, I'll you up to the legal fiction that they created, you're now standing as, as a surety for the legal fiction, for the legal person, for that legal name that they created. Okay. The name your parents gave you, and which you usually used to call yourself, an answer to, is also very important to the government. Okay. When you when you were born, um, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, your mother uh, informs on you to the government, files a birth or signs a birth certificate, or they don't let you out of the hospital with your child. Okay, because and, and it's that important to them. And, and the the case that I saw uh, about a week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, regarding this, where uh, they basically wouldn't allow her to leave with the child unless she filled out the birth certificate. And you know that's not a, you know, a seldom thing. It happens all the time. Happens all the time. Okay. They want that name so badly, because otherwise there is no jurisdiction, no authority over that child. also they can't make a mo- they can't make money or use that child for collateral on the money that they borrow against your name, okay so it's very important to the government to get that name and for your mom to sign it over, okay. So the name your parents gave you and your mother registered you with the state caused the trust to be established, splitting title. Okay? When something is put in trust, title gets split. Okay, well they put you in trust, your name, your title. Okay? Title is split. Giving the state legal, giving your parents and eventually you beneficial use of the name slash title. Okay? I'll say that again. The name your parents gave you and that your mother registered with the state caused a trust to be established. When there's a trust, title gets split. Legal title stays with the trustee, your public trustees, your public servants, okay, and equitable title or beneficial title goes to the beneficiary, okay? The parents first, right? Something happens, they can go on welfare and get benefits on your behalf, okay, uh, and eventually to you, beneficial use of your own name and title, right, you're running around with government IDs, um, you don't work for the government, but they force you to get identification with them, okay, uh, so that you identify with the government and not your creator, okay, basically they're, they're acting as if they're God over you, All right, moving on. Back in, in, I don't know, I reference movies all the time, but uh, uh, now I'm having a brain fart as to the movie I was going to mention. Anyway, uh, patents of nobility. Okay? In England, they have patents of nobility um, against the law here. Uh, it was against the Constitution here. We'll get into that. But it's uh, patents of nobility. It is a government authority or license conferring a right or title for a set period, especially the sole right to exclude others from making, using, selling something uh, or something invented like a name, okay? Patents of nobility would be, uh, you know, this one begat that one, that one begat that one, that one's, you know, related to the king's cousin, okay? Um, Knight's... Had to prove
4: that they were
2: knights by showing patents of nobility, even now they use that over there, name okay even titans and uh, you know it's a way of separating people um different into different um statuses okay just just like the maximus uh, you know capitalist uh maxima okay. Same thing or minimal or um, media okay now so we're moving over to England and, and patents of nobility, okay, or you were just a, a peasant okay and, and you were a name on on the king's role as property, okay subject, if you will, okay now moving to the u s section nine clause eight. Okay, of, of the Constitution uh, says no title of nobility shall be granted by the U.S. and no person holding any office of profit or trust under them shall, without the consent of Congress, accept any present of um, uh, emoluments, office, or title of any kind whatsoever from any king, prince, or foreign state. Okay. Because basically, uh, you would be a traitor at that point, okay? But more importantly, okay, it said no titles of nobility shall be granted. And it was supposed to be that everybody's equal uh, under God, okay? Nobody's uh, better than the next person, okay? That's what it's supposed to be, okay? And may have been when it first started, just coming out of, you know, being oppressed by the King of England. So (laughs) they knew to uh, add this, okay, Uh, because they wanted equality, okay? We're all equal, okay? We're not to rule over each other. Where that went wrong was, (laughs) who knows, Uh, this was signed, what, 1776, so probably 1776 (laughs) is when it went wrong. Okay, uh the people that designed it and understood what uh controlling and creating names for uh the subjects um, what power that gave them, okay so where does the state or government require the using of your your uh the using of your name, okay? Your mother informed and registered with them, okay. So where does the state government require using that name, okay? Identifications, so that you identify with the government, okay? You're associated with the government. You get a government ID. Uh, If you work for IBM, you get an IBM ID, and you're associated with IBM, okay? You go to this school, and you get a school ID, which shows that you're associated with that school, okay, so that you're identified you identify with that thing and licenses okay they use it on licenses uh permission slips that they give you okay uh voting in their elections participating in their welfare system uh going to their schools getting a job at one of their chartered corporations okay and there's a, a million other things that they require uh you to have that id okay okay setting up a bank account, doing just about anything. You need to have that ID, okay? Or they would have you believe that you need that ID, I should say, okay? I haven't had one in over, geez, about a dozen years. Anyway, so the Bible says to render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's, okay? There's a reason for that, Okay. If Caesar created it, Caesar has control over it, okay? If God created it, God's got control over it. God gives you free will. Government usurps your free will and makes you into a slave, okay? Having authority over just about every single thing you do, including grieving, okay? You need their permission to do everything. So God gave Adam dominion over what he named and what he created. Governments understand that concept. You own what you create and a name, okay? When your name is registered with the state, the state effectively creates a legal name, okay? The title, okay? The, the trust creates a split title, and the legal title stays with the trustees, the state, okay? The state is entrusted with the child, right? Parents, type, and you, uh, <laughs> you now have, are sharing a name with a piece of paper basically, okay, Um, for some benefits. So because they created it, they regulate it, and because you think that it's your name, you're joined to it and thereby regulated by it as well. Okay? That's how it works. Revelations 2.17, He who has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the Messianic community, to him winning the victory, I will give some of the hidden man I will also give him a white stone on which is written a new name that nobody knows except the one receiving it, okay? So basically, if you go back to the Bible and understand that trust, okay, you can claim this name, okay, the one that God gives you, putting you back in the rightful authority, okay, as a child of God as opposed to a child of the state, okay? you got to start to look at divorcing the state, Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, going back to what it's supposed to be and what they've created so that they can tax you or, you know, they, they have you put everything that you have in that all caps name, your house, your car, everything, so that basically
5: they get possession of
2: it through the trust and uh, can tell you what to do with it, because they're still holding legal title to it. Okay? Going on. Isaiah 62, 2 says, The nations will see your righteousness, and all kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name, which is in the mouth of the Lord, uh, which the mouth of the Lord will designate. Okay? So, you can, you know, you can make up your own name or ask God for, for a new name and use it, okay? You can do that, okay? Or you can just start using the name that you've been given, okay, from your family in the correct way. Stop answering because somebody who calls that name doesn't mean you're the only one. And it's funny because uh, two times in the last two days I had some guy uh, – on, on Facebook, you know, going, you know, your name is fake, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He keeps, uh, you know, I've made comments on the local RAG newspaper, um, and he's commented this before, that, you know, my name is fake and I'm not that name, okay? Now, you know, he, he seems to think that only one person in the whole world has the same name as me, okay? David Horowitz is like John Smith. <laughs> you know, among the Jewish community. They're all over the place. Go to New York, you'll see 10 pages in the yellow
0: page or in, in the, uh,
2: in the home book with the same name. Okay. Um, and today, just right before the show, um, somebody reached out to me and said, uh, you know, my condolences, and said, you know, we're sorry for your loss. I said, you know, what loss? And he goes, David Horowitz, (laughs) I said, what are you talking about? He goes, David Horowitz, the guy that, uh, you know, the journalist just died from COVID, supposedly. probably hit by a bus. But (laughs) they say he died from COVID. Anyway, beside the point, um, this is somebody that I get mixed up with all the time. You know, that people mix me up with all the time. Um, And like I said, my name is, you know, like John Smith. It's a very popular name, okay? It's something that, that uh, oh, and I'm not related to every one of them, maybe, who knows, but uh, there's more than one David Horowitz out there. Um, so, you know, if somebody called out, hey, Dave, in a, in a, in a crowded room, you probably have, you know, a people turn around that, are na- that have the same name, David, okay? We're, t- we're trained to look around and answer when our name is called. Okay, <laughs> right from day one in, 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 you know, kindergarten, right? Every morning, they read your name and you're supposed to say here, right? They're getting you ready for court. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's indoctrination, but indoctrinating you with the name that the state has created, okay, and getting you to identify with it, okay? Instead of going, who's asking, you know? Uh, you know, all of a sudden it's almost like a, an automatic reaction. It's a reaction to hearing, you know, something that sounds like some, what you answer to, what you're called. Okay? You've got to be aware. You've got to be really aware of who's looking. Okay? Okay, so Isaiah 65 you will leave your name for a curse by chosen one. will you but my servants will be called by another name. Okay, so again, there's many times in the Bible that show that, you know, God gives you a new name, okay, or will give you a new name. Your parents gave you a name. If you go by either one, okay, make up your own name. You can change your name every day. You are not what other people call you. You are what you call yourself. Okay, and nobody can say different. You have the right to call yourself whatever you want. Okay, but the name that is uh, associated with the government—that is on all your IDs and all your bills and everything that you know, your credit reports and all this other—that is designed to uh, create this, this fictitious person that you join to. Okay, it's, it was done on purpose. Okay. Um, it's called a non okay, or non-deguer, okay? Uh, it's an assumed name under which a, pers- a person engages in combat or uh, some other activity or enterprise. Enterprise and being corporate, okay? Corporate activity. Or in combat, okay? An enemy of the state, Okay. And they do. They treat you like an enemy combatant, like a slave. Tell you what you can't do. Like what you, you got to sit in this cage for a year or ten or whatever. They'll pay us some money or kiss about butt, do what they tell you, okay? Because they give you the name, and you decide to join yourself to it. The names of others recognize you. Family, friends, co workers, employers, and governments. Okay? Why does it? Anytime that you come in contact with an agent of government, the very first thing they will do is then a-
0: yourself. Are you a part of the world? Okay? Well,
2: if you think about it, and are smart about it, they're not the looking for. <laughs> you know, pull your Jedi mind tricks, do whatever you do. But uh, you do not have to give them up with them. You can make up your own name. you do what you trusted because it's your life, it's your body, it's your choice, it's your free will. You gotta get out of the slave mindset, that dependent mindset okay get out of babylon get out of rome okay get out of the united incorporated states of america okay come out from babylon don't partake in its sins okay it's laws okay recognize okay uh you're hearing that name and you recognize it okay So, to recognize is you're identifying with someone or something. From having encountered them before, it's also to know again, recognize is to know again, okay? Acknowledge the existence, validity, or legality of. That's the definition of recognize, okay? So, when the cop's asking you what your name is, they are trying to recognize you, okay? Okay? or uh, to know you again, okay, to (laughs)
0: acknowledge
2: the legality of the person that they're talking to, okay? See if you're one of their slaves or one of theirs, okay? Now, let me ask you, who, (laughs) who gets to license the other, the lesser authority or the greater authority? Right? The lesser authority never licenses the greater authority. So if you are over government and you're the sovereign, if you were to believe what their paperwork and documents say, their founding documents, if you were to believe that, okay, then you're the sovereign, the people together, right? And they are the servants, the public servants, the public trustees. They're supposed to be working for your benefit beneficiaries are they no the lesser authority is all the time licensing the greater you and you have to start
5: recognizing
2: that you are the greater authority okay that cop has no more authority than you and a matter of fact less authority than you he's got to follow some codes you don't He has to follow the rules of his employer. You don't. So, why do you do it? Maybe because they got you to call your name over and over every day, 25 times a day when you were in kindergarten, and first grade, second grade, and all the way through. Governments demand registration and licensing as a scheme to make government the authority over every single facet of life, in every essence, being God over the people, okay? That's what Caesar did. That's what Nebuchadnezzar did in, in, in Babylon. Every single king and every single government here from the beginning, okay? They demand registration and licensing as a scheme to make the government the authority over the sing, every single facet of your life, basically becoming God over you. Okay, they're taking the place of, of your creator in your life, and you allow them to. Okay? By falling for the the, you know, the shell game of what name are you going to pick? Okay? Are you willing to stop giving away your authority, your name, everything to Caesar? Are uh, you happy to, to stop answering to the name that they stole at your birth? And answer to your new name, or to it, you know, <laughs> you, you don't have to get their questions. You you would be questioning them, okay If they go, "Are you so and so?" you say, uh, "Who's asking? Why do you want to know?" I think you have authority over me. You can ask so many different questions, but you don't have to answer theirs, right? <laughs> the lesser authority you know, answers to the greater authority. You're the greater authority. Okay? Supposedly, they work for you. You've heard it a million times throughout your entire life, because that's what they do teach you. Oh, no, they're your public servants. They represent you. Right? Your lawyer represents you. Yep, and is ready to do a plea agreement to sell you right down the river and to steal your assets, because he's an officer of the court. He doesn't care about you. Anyway, moving on. The old name is a dead entity. Okay, that name, the government name, it's a dead entity. It's a legal fiction. Okay, it's a soulless entity. Um, it's a corporation. Okay? Doesn't have a soul, it's a corporate soul. Okay? And warn them of any new name. Bible says let the dead bury their own dead. Okay? You only have to obey the government, okay, when you are one with the government, okay? If you don't belong to the government, if you, they can't find your name. And I, I've seen this. I've talked to people who've never had a birth certificate or a social, okay? And they are not on the government's roles of, of who they own, okay? They're actually free to do whatever they want, you know? And there are ways to do pretty much whatever you want <laughs> without asking for permission or, for, uh, you know, or without giving your property up and without uh, going and, and allowing a third-party interloper into every little facet of your life, okay? You only have to obey government when you are one with them. You're associated with them. You identify with them. If you belong to another, it's none of the government's business what your name is. So you either belong to the government, to your creator, or yourself. You know you don't believe in God, whatever. Okay, believe in yourself. Okay, <laughs> that that you are not below these people claiming to be God over your life. Okay, and it's it's really about a mindset. It really is about a mindset. It's a, it's a, it's a it's knowing who you are and who you're not. said him. Okay. You need to know who you are and who you are not. Stop answering to the name they created, okay, the name they have authority over. Cop goes, hey, are you so-and-so? You go, no, that's a slave name. I don't associate with that. I don't talk to agents of the state or fictions. People might think I'm crazy talking to Donald Buck. Excuse me fast I thought it was gonna go <laughs>
0: anyway <clears throat> excuse me
2: <clears throat> gotta hydrate all right, so that's the end of my spiel i was uh I thought I had a six pages anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm going to open it up to questions or comments or uh, either about the topic tonight, um, or if you have a legal issue that you want to discuss, feel free. I'm happy to talk to you about that. I know we've got a bunch of people on here tonight. Hello? I heard somebody. Anybody have any questions, comments, this topic, or any other topic that we've discussed or that you would like to discuss? Legal topics. Some
0: uh, now or... hello,
2: hello, hello. Did you have a Who's this? This is Brian. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Well, you have dude, a question or
1: <laughs> well I, I've been I've been um, I've been noodling on uh, some of your principles that basically would state um, you know uh, like a lot of these uh, these teachers I, I've listened to over the years would say that you want to give a public notice to every you know send it to your Secretary of State send it to your Attorney General Send it to the the attorney general and the Secretary of State of the, of your of your birth state and with your your the state that you live in, et cetera, et cetera. And you've indicated in the past that that you know, why? You know, you, you've come out of the Babylon, you don't need to tell anybody anything. And and um right. that when when that notice to agent is notice to principal, notice to principal is notice to agent. Um, yes. And I guess that's kind of that's kind of one of my noodles and questions is, uh, you know, what what uh, I mean. I, I hate to ask you for specifics, but I mean, what, what are we? No, that's okay. What are we What are we looking for to to place into a document that we can have copies of with our with our person, and that we can uh, basically serve them with.
2: Well, uh, again, it would be a notice and an
1: affidavit,
2: okay? Mm -hmm. And again, you know, everybody's situation is different. You know, if you're talking about moving into, setting up a trust, property or or a vehicle or things that, that, you know, have been previously registered into the public trust. You would you would send them notice and affidavits, Okay. Please saying
1: that
2: uh I'll be managing my own affairs uh in the private. Okay?
5: You are uh, you simple are right that. That
2: now, dude. <clears throat> sorry. Is that better? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, sorry about I that. I heard the sorry is that better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you hear me laughing?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. All right, good.
2: So basically you're sending them saying that, uh, you know, your services are no longer needed. Uh, I'll be managing my own affairs and, and uh, you know, I'm collapsing this trust as a beneficiary. Here's my certificate, okay? Whether that be a certificate of title or a certificate of, you know, a, a deed, okay, for your home or, or uh, you know, a bill of sale for whatever it is that you purchased and then registered with them, Okay proving that you have that claim, the highest claim on it, okay? And that because of fraud, you're no longer going to be dealing with them. Okay? And, and you could put this in an affidavit form as well and say, uh, you know, if you did not uh, take my property and, and uh, you know, uh, force me to register it um, into the state, creating a trust, splitting title and keeping the legal title so that you could tell me what I can and can't do with my own property, if you have disclose that prior to me doing it, I'd have said the hell with you. I don't need your help. Thank you very much. I'll manage my own affairs. Okay? You were defrauded. You were forced. You were coerced. Uh, you know, whatever your situation. But, again, you can do that for your vehicle with the Department of Motor Vehicles. Okay, you can do that with your property at the county recorder's office. Okay, but you, you know, to go and and send everybody and their brother notice of your status change is ridiculous. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. Let the dead bury their own dead. Right. You know, the only time you need to show it is, is when an agent comes to, you know, is communicating. we were trying to communicate with you. Okay? There's no, I mean, you have your defense set and ready for sure. It's smart to be prepared. Okay? Have it with you. <laughs> you know, here's your notice. I'm giving you, know, I, you a notice I, ahead of time. I carry
1: lots of defense. I carry lots of defense, including a knife and a gun. But that, that, that's also, Not, good, yeah, you, good, would, you know.
2: <laughs> right. Right. But again, it doesn't always have to come to violence. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, they're, they're a lot nicer when they see that you're armed. <laughs> usually. <laughs> In my experience,
0: <laughs>
2: you know, they're, they're less likely to uh, jump you um, or, or try to take, a, a, you know, you've you got a, the same advantage that they think they have.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? And uh, again, you know, when they come, you can eat. You know, here you've been served. You know, understand this document before you know, before you take any actions against the, who you think I am.
1: And and that 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 principle or that uh, tactic seems to be, I don't know, it's one of the best ideas I ever been able to find. It's peaceful way to deal with it. It's commercial. It's a commercial. And- these are commercial and you're basically making it cars. right, right. You, you're, you're
2: basically telling them sorry I'm not under your authority too bad you thought so but you know be forewarned that anything you do is violating my rights
1: okay and, we'll
5: come
2: and usurping the, your authority yeah. <laughs> yeah whether it be the cops or the IRS or whoever it doesn't really matter. The tax guy that comes, you know, the property tax guy.
1: Come going to come over here because I said You know, I'm like nobody. Nobody by resident name lives here.
2: <laughs> right. Right. That's like you know. That's what is the census? This is the census year? They always do that before they do an election. You know. So that they can get, uh, you know, they can figure out who's theirs, and then it doesn't matter. They'll walk through the graveyard and take, you know, take down names. They're all caps anyway, you know, and they just add it to the rolls. Every every single name they get is a dead entity, so they could do that. It doesn't matter. It's all a fraud. It's all a fraud. Choose not to partake in it, and then when they show up, you give them notice. You know, you give them notice then.
0: Copy of the truth. What's that? not kind of a copy of the truth. You're
2: breaking up a bit.
1: Oh, I say, I say, isn't it a copy of the truth where King King the Weed was told, or Moses was told to take a, a census? Actually, no. David wasn't. He he did it accidentally or uh, by sin.
2: <laughs> right. Again, you know, why are you taking the names of the people? For what purpose? For what reason?
1: Moses you know? did for armies
2: and for the tribes. Right. Yeah, of course, right. but he was told to do it too.
5: Right. Yep. And he was told I'm to saying, do it for they, purpose. They basically,
1: I'm sorry.
2: No, that's okay. I and mean, when you know, I mean, again, governments throughout time have used these same tactics to gain control and authority over the the, the the people they're trying to subject, right? The people that they beat in wars. They're taking inventory of what's their property.
0: It wasn't supposed to
2: be like that here, but it sure ended up that way. Yeah. Definitely
3: ended up that
1: way. When I take an inventory of my equipment and, and materials that I use for my vocation or my occupation or whatever you want to call it,
0: for um, my work, we'll
1: just call it my work. Yeah, everything's got a name. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, sure. I mean, you want to make sure that you've got everything you need to, take, uh, to do the job that you're going to do.
2: When you're, go, when you're setting up your estate, you take an inventory of all of the things that you've been, you know, entrusted with. Everything. You've got clothes. You've got computers. You've got house. You've got TVs. You've got all these different things. That's part of it. Okay? There may be personal items. They may be things that are like real estate, okay? When you, when you change the status of the real estate over to personal property, it stops getting taxed.
5: Mm-hmm. When you
2: when you send a new land patent as opposed to the you know the one that the state put in and then put moratorium on on applications. Yep. Okay. Then you. Okay. You know, I bought this piece of property. It's mine. I have the highest claim. You know, this land title is now defunct. I bought it, and so the state come I in and say, I I you know, this is ours and and. Got to tax you for it. it's funny because i'm doing I'm, I'm helping somebody in in, in Canada and um, crown patents okay you go and look at the crown patents there's a crown patent office okay and and they have you know it's kind of like you can look up all the parcels in, in the kingdom okay and see that the crown has a claim on them a patent okay but if you purchased it you purchased the patent okay if, if you if you're at all into yeah. patent law okay you can license your patent you're the creator of it right you're the creator of it so you can license it to a company and they have to give you money ongoing right uh, whatever the deal is or you could sell it to the company and be done with it have no further claim you're quitting your claim to it okay so you basically have to force them to quit their claim or prove that their claim is higher than yours. Hmm. Now, you would do that with your home or your vehicle or whatever. As the beneficiary, you have the highest claim, especially if there was a breach of the trust by the trustees, which in every case in this government is a fact. Every case. okay, Every single case is a fact that they committed fraud and induced you, either induced you, coerced you, or, or
1: threatened you,
2: uh, you know, or forced mm-hmm. you to contract with them. It's fraud, oh, yep. from the, you know, from the beginning, in, in a So hmm. you can always prove the fraud against them, always.
1: It's always. always. Did you ask my permission to,
2: to have authority? You know, while you're questioning them, did you ask my permission, uh, whether I consented or not, to allow you to, be, uh, to govern me? No? Well, you know, then what, what makes you think that you have that right? Why would you imply that, that, you, you know, that I consented to all this garbage? You know, you can imply it, but if I say I didn't expressly, then, then you've done so fraudulently, and every single thing that they do is fraudulently. Mm-hmm. Everything. Now, well, there are people out there that still believe, and and you know, uh, in voting and doing all these things and being a part, you know, being a party to government and and you know, choosing a party and you know, never getting invited to the real party. But you know, people do it all the time, and they're giving up their authority to be a dependent, to be a slave, to be a prisoner of war, to be controlled, regulated. Well, and, and, and
1: you know, you know it's, it's, you're either a you're either a wheat or you're a tear, you're either a goat or you're a sheep. I mean, the father kind yeah. of has put this into two different two different sections, I guess.
0: Well,
2: when it comes to his sheep, right, when it comes to his sheep, he knows his sheep, and his sheep knows Yeah. Yep. You know, a different name. they know that name. Okay. And, and it's the they same thing with government. Body. Yeah, they've indoctrinated everybody to believe that they're this name on this birth certificate, on this ID, on this bill, on this thing, and you keep claiming that you are. Therefore, you continue to be a slave, a prisoner of war, somebody who's paying penance, okay, for their sins. Hmm. You've sinned against the almighty government who's trying to take the place of God in your life, okay? They're trying to be... Not only
1: trying, there's a lot of people that they're fundamentally taking the place of God in their life.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, no, they do. Absolutely they do. They absolutely do. The ninety-nine percent of the, the the people out there, I would assume. You yeah, know, it's a big, big party of them. You know, you can go, you can even go into churches or synagogues or temples or whatever you go to, okay? And saying, you know, it's so I don't go to church or anywhere anymore. Almost everywhere I've ever been, they they have some, you know, they're talking politics from the pulpit, and who wants to hear that there? It's absolutely, you know, diametrically opposed to the word that they're supposed to be teaching. Yeah. And I don't care what they're studying from. You know, people get mad at the, at the Muslims, you know, and, and talking about, you know, Shiite law and, and, and these, these other, you know, laws. Those are smart people. They, don't, they know that God is more important of that government. And they follow not their government, not this government that's trying to compete with God for the ownership of you. But people turn around and they, they, they join themselves to it and, and they're willfully being slaves or enslaved. But when you're taught from birth that this is just the way that it is and you've got to go along with, you know, it's the best system out there, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's
5: garbage.
2: So is there uh, any, other, any other questions or comments or plenty of room get involved in the conversation here?
6: So, David, this is Kate. How are you today?
2: Good. Who is is this?
6: This is Kate.
2: Hey, Kate, how are you?
6: I'm doing really well. So, David, on your your name that you started with, that is a fiction on your birth certificate. So what do you do to dump that name, burn your birth certificate? No, you want to hold
2: on to that birth certificate as evidence of a beneficial interest in their trust, the one that they created okay <laughs> for for a season okay, for a season now again, you can do a w- you know you can stop using it, okay, you don't use it to go get i d s you don't use the social to go get i d s you hold on to it as evidence okay and and if you really uh you know if you if you read Uh, what the birth certificate certificate is for, what the Social Security card and number are for, they tell you not to use them as ID. But you can't get an ID without using them as ID.
6: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. My goodness, if you go down to get a driver's (laughs) license, they want all of that now.
2: Of course they do. (laughs) But it's against their own rules. It's against their own rules. The only time that the social was used was, suppo- was supposed to be used was when it had to do with, with uh, paying into the trust. Okay, it was created for tax purposes. Okay, yes, yeah. service fees. Okay, for them managing your affairs. Okay, you want a job with a government chartered corporation? You got to show the social. At least that's what they tell you. Okay you can absolutely say I don't have a, a contract with them to take out taxes and I'm exempt and, and, you know, I know you have to ask, but I'm not required to give it to you. And they would be absolutely wrong for not hiring you for not having a social. They would just have to do a private contract with you rather than, you know, allow, you know, rather than you joining a third-party contract with the government and them. Okay? Okay. You contract
6: yes. separately. Yes. You, you know, I think the thing that I see in all of this is when you're like me when you own property and you have a car and you're just in so deep, it almost seems impossible to get out of it.
2: Well, no, because anytime that you do have those things, you know, if you, you, once you set up your estate, once you set up your trust, you, you, you set up an affidavit and notice to send. The county recorder to send to the Department of Motor Vehicles to send to, you know, uh, and again, you could send that notice to, uh, you know, the Human Resources Office that, that you know, created that birth certificate and, and in turn created that trust, okay, and collapse the trust for a breach of trust based on fraud or undue enrichment and you should be able to call the trustees into a into you know to account for everything that's been put in there into their possession into their uh, trust okay that they were supposed to take care of and add to and and you know so that you would benefit from it and you could demand the full accounting and have the the trust collapsed and then you could absolutely throw it away if you choose
6: well do they do they pester you after you do that
2: yeah, but that's, again, that's why you keep a notice with you when you're out in the public, okay? You keep a notice with you that says, hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you can run the name. That name's dead, okay? That, that entity's been collapsed, okay? You, you can even, uh, I'm positive, you can even order a death certificate for the dead entity once that, oh, wow. once, once that trust collapses, Okay. It's in, it is, for all intents and purposes, dead, okay, deceased. The cl- that trust is no longer once you die. It's not once you die, okay? Once you die, there's nothing left to join that legal fiction to, okay? And that's the same thing when you collapse the trust. That Once you collapse it, you're no longer their slave. There's nothing left to attach or join to because you're no longer claiming it. It's no longer you. Okay? You're okay. no longer associated
1: or identifying with them.
6: Okay. I got okay, it. Dave. I, okay, I got it. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're okay, welcome. Okay, Dave. Dave. Now, right, right on, the, on the heels of this and, and also on the heels of last week, um, we, there were many people over the years that have gotten themselves into trouble with a, a definition in Black's Law Dictionary about a closed account and isn't that basically what we're talking about right now is when, once you close that account, now it's actually, uh, available for offset and discharge. Um,
2: well, yes. I and, mean, again, when you, bank- when you look at bankruptcy, when you look at bankruptcy, you yes, you're right in, in that respect, you know, um, you're closing out these accounts or you're offsetting. So there's two ways. So I guess it doesn't have to be closed.
1: It doesn't have to, the account does not have to be closed, okay, if
2: you're right, still right. using that's,
1: it. And that's what I'm getting at is, is um, in black law, see some people were using like closed checking accounts and they were writing checks on these accounts and saying, hey, look, it's an it's a electronic funds transfer. And and they were huh. using that that straw man or whatever you know because it would come back and they'd be like your your account balance or your check out. like well it's not a check it's a, it's an EFT and and so this they were kind of taking that Black's Law definition of closed account and it's in there I mean it's 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 right. undeniable right. that it that it's used for for settling accounts uh, but that's what right. I'm guessing is that that. Once you, you kind of, uh, I don't know, you kill that straw man, now you're, now you're in probate. You're the probate judge, and, and you're essentially administrating the estate. Absolutely. By collapsing
2: the trust, okay, it's it actually, um, there's nothing left in probate, okay? There's nothing left okay. in probate at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, because okay. it, was, it was just fiction the whole time. Correct. But
2: anything that was in the trust will already be emptied out and given to the beneficiary. It's up to the beneficiary now to put that into a new trust that they control. Okay? You control it, but, again, you know, uh, you, you, you're responsible for what you own, and you can. I operated for very many years, you know, uh, using my Bible as the only trust. Okay, everything that I have was entrusted to me by God. Okay, so who are you to take in? And I can defend that all day a hundred ways till, till Sunday. You know, no problem in any court in this country. I will defend that, no problem. So again, I don't want anything back from them. I consider it all a loss. I really could care less, okay? Okay. I don't want it. I don't want your stimulus checks. I don't want your rebuys. I don't want any of it. Okay? I don't want their welfare benefits. I don't want any of those. Anything that they have to offer has already been tainted. Sacrifice to idols. I really could care less. <laughs> so, you know, now, uh, again, nothing that I have currently, okay, is, is registered with them, Okay? So I'll defend it that way and continue to defend it that way. But if you have, and most people do, have cars that are registered with them and houses that are registered with them and children that are registered with them, you can go about getting
1: all of that back. (laughs) What's that? I said, yep, now we're talking because you listed three of my elements here. And, and I, I, I'm imagining a lot, of, a lot of people on the call, you know. Well,
2: again, I mean, this has been, you know, this has, uh, you know, plagued all of us since we were born. Plagued our parents and our parents, before, you know, their parents. So governments have been doing this forever hmm. to create subjects of the people that, that are in, you know, that, just to create subjects of people to make them subject to them. They're power hungry, they're megalomaniacs, they think they have a right to 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 rule over their neighbor. Well, I remember the you know the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, anything crawling on the ground, it doesn't say I have the right to have dominion over my neighbor. Okay? But by naming them, they use that to as a as a way, okay, to basically replace God in people's lives.
6: My goodness. Or to
2: take away, Somebody else? Uh, I heard somebody had a a cat jumping in there. Yes, I'm Kate? here.
6: I, yes, I said, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so David, so David, forgive me. Okay, I have to go back to that birth certificate. So okay, we we send an affidavit in, and we say that we know what we don't want any part of you, and we no longer want. Uh we we're gonna implement mean, world affairs,
2: right? Well you could okay, so you're saying you would like if you would like to collapse your trust or the trust that was created, okay, by notifying, you know, the human resources department and where you were born, okay. <laughs> what you're gonna do is basically tell them, you know, it's it's the administrative process, okay? You have First, you say, <laughs> prove, "Prove your debt. Prove the debt. Prove that I owe you something, right?" I
0: can. You're, you're, you're going to send
2: in a a um, uh, debt validation letter, right? Do I owe you a debt? No. So, and now, this would be an as an administrative process, okay? But you, you, in your case, you know, in this case, you would say, uh, you'd send them a notice and an affidavit stating that. Um, I just found out that I had been defrauded my whole life by this government, okay? And you can make your case for that. And as, as a beneficial interest, uh, as, as one holding a beneficial interest in the public trust that no longer trusts the trustees that are managing that trust, okay, I'm calling you into account for fraud,
1: and, the, and you want a full accounting done. And then they say, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> well, that's
2: why you spell it out in the notice. You spell it out in the notice and you put in your affidavit, <coughs> which is your claims. <coughs> right? Yeah. So you put in your claims in an affidavit form. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Take a breather. Take yeah. A breather. No, that,
1: that, and that's where the affidavit, the unrebutted affidavit, every point stands. In, uh, if it's not rebutted every point, it stands as true. Yes, and you're, crea- and you're creating a record of that,
2: okay, by doing it this way. So you're going to say, you know, here's my affidavit, here's the notice. I'll give you 30 days to respond and, and refute anything that I have here in my affidavit as being untrue please provide evidence, okay, with yeah. your with your rebuttals of, of my affidavit, okay? Now, if you don't get anything back in 30 days, you can send a second notice. I'm sending you the second notice on an affidavit and, and a, a demand for an accounting of this trust as it pertains to this name on this Social Security and on this opportunity uh, to birth cure. certificate. Yes, I'm giving. I'm offering you the opportunity to cure. Exactly. Okay. So you need to put. First, you need to do a full accounting. It's it's an opportunity to cure, right? Show that you didn't commit fraud against me. Show you didn't commit fraud against my parents when I was born. Okay. Now, if they don't answer that time, your third notice is: I'm going to bring you to court. I'm going to sue you for fraud. Okay, but you have to be willing to go the whole distance. And again, these are corrupt criminal people who, who really could care less. Do you think the king would really care less? He'd probably shoot you coming into the castle. <laughs> this is true. This is why it's better to let the dead bury their dead. Now, you, you have a much better chance of going and changing the status of your property at the, at the county recorder's office To personal property as opposed to their real property. You can, right there, you can uh, show, you know, your receipt that says that you paid, you know, money for it or you paid for the property, which would do away with the state's uh, patent on it, okay, any encumbrances that it would have, and you change the status to private property or to personal property at the recorder's office. Okay, much much yeah. easier to deal with some ten dollar clerk, okay, than dealing with the Secretary of State for the federal government. Although that's who you would probably notify, you know, because they create all the corporations.
1: And you you had indicated a land patent earlier.
2: Yeah, a land patent, and again, that's uh, it, it is a patent. It's yours to use, you know, uh, as you wish. Unencumbered, you're not paying taxes on that. It's all yours. See right now, underlying your property note and underlying your 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 deed is a land patent that the government holds
0: all land on
2: on the continent, basically, and it's there by your parcel number. The lawyer that at your closing didn't tell you this because he, one,
1: probably wasn't told, and two, would probably be disbarred if he uh, if he said anything. So then, if I if I go and, and make an appointment with a surveyor to come out here and and you know stake off, well, he can just read the stakes. I got stakes out here already, um, and I can go back and, and find a title to that.
0: Yes,
2: yeah. uh, and go of, back.
0: Get,
1: we'll go ahead,
2: sure. No, no, absolutely. There should be a parcel number. It should be, if you bought the property, it should be, uh, you know, on, on your closing documents. Should be on right. par, it should be on the deed.
0: Well, it's just it's the, the way that
2: the deed that was
1: recorded. or well, it wasn't. It's the legal description as opposed to, right. you know. You know uh, <laughs> the you land know, patent that's, that's,
2: underneath, that's it. underneath
1: it. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Yeah, they you, give you, you a legal you, so,
2: description because if it's legal, it's the state's
1: property. Yeah and so all the legal title it feels to me like i don't really get that i never signed anything to the land patent now i understand it it bedrocks the entire legal description uh but i signed something that said something about legal description this and that and well uh, did, did your did your
2: lender go uh or did the lawyer that did your closing say uh how would you and your wife like to, to record this? Would you like to be tenants
1: in common? I, I uh, frankly, I, I've heard you mention that, and, and I don't exactly recall that particular <laughs> day. I know I signed about thirty different places and initialled a bunch more, but uh,
6: no, no. Well, Kate, Kate I know you, Kate, I know
1: you have rental properties.
2: Who's the tenant? Who
6: is the tenant? Yeah. The people who are renting the property.
2: Right, exactly. So why would it be on the deed that you're a tenant on the property if you own it?
6: Um, Gee, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Well,
2: that's what they put. If it's a single person, if it's just a single person, they'll put tenant. And if it's a married couple, they'll say tenant in common.
6: Yes, they do. Absolutely, they do. That is true. But as far as. It's because
2: told, there's nobody put in the land patent. Yeah.
6: They, as far as being told, they would not have told you because the title companies or whoever you're with, they go and record those things and then you get a copy uh, of whatever it is they recorded. You don't sign that. I don't think you sign that.
0: No.
2: And then exactly. you know, if you you would get a deed, you'd get transfer papers, things like that, right? A record of clear title?
6: Uh yes, when it well yes, you can, yes.
2: Okay. One <laughs> deeds, things like that.
6: I purchased I purchased <coughs> property from sellers, you know, just ordinary people like myself and I purchased mm-hmm. properties from banks and from other people through a title company, so and yeah. basically, it's all the same. You know, they do it all the same way. Yeah.
2: And and they, the way they do it is they look at they'll they'll record it as you are the tenant.
6: Yes, they do. And I didn't ever ever think of that? I never <laughs> entered my mind that they were doing. Sticking wrong. Thank you.
2: One
7: one if thing you, they, they,
0: they,
6: you, you, no, you
7: should ahead. get you should get the land patent in meets and bounds, correct, David? Um,
2: yes. Hello, Chad. Thank you for chiming in because I was going to say your name as well because I know you have rentals. <laughs>
0: yeah.
7: Um, yeah. Because they they change. If you look at it, you you'll see everything when it refers to land patents and even in almost every state constitution, they're going to they, they state land is different than property, even though it is property. Yes. But you get into the constitution. Yeah, and and it's a property parcel. It's not a land parcel. And, and, and guess, your tax, right.
2: property taxes. Right, you're taxed you on property course. parcels and not land parcels. And it's because it would be unconstitutional if
1: they just called it that. Right. Exactly.
6: Oh my goodness sake! And
1: that's and that's why I ask another sir things out here. I get it. Uh, do I get it, with, You know, describing my land. Because I have four acres here on on. Well, Chad's right
2: there in Minnesota, the same place you are. So,
1: oh, we—I just called my brother and Chad this week. We'll,
0: we'll, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right on. All huh? right,
7: will call you back, Brian. I, I've been just kind of swamped, so <laughs> I, I get it.
1: No, no worries, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this
2: is, you know, I mean, again, this is—these are things that we've been told our whole lives. It's just the way that it is. Okay. And, and, and if you look in Canada, you can look up your property parcel, okay, at the Weights and Measures or at the Crown Patents Office, okay, and you can find it. And if you can show a higher claim, you can get that land patent, you know, uh expunged, gone. You are the highest claim. You they sold the patent.
1: It is the patent that you was are sold. the highest
3: Yes, and you have the
2: highest claim as the possessor, yes, as the beneficiary. Because what they're doing is when you go in and put it in as a property, okay, you're registering it into the public trust. Yeah. You're registering it into the public trust.
7: That's one of the the questions I I did uh, with my county treasurer uh is i i don't remember the question specifically, but basically it was uh you know all data pertaining to uh you know their ability to tax uh land as compared to private property or
2: something like that well private land as opposed to as to property. public property yeah yeah
0: yeah um, because yeah <laughs>
2: Down the rabbit hole we go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, again, they they use these words. And these are all, this again, I mean, it was funny because last night I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe I'll talk about legalese. Literally, I wrote down a title, you know. uh, If you're not fluent in legalese, it's impossible to understand what the government and the courts are communicating. (laughs) And I was all ready to, you know, do the today's show on that, and uh, yeah, there were other plans I guess. Because I woke up and this is what came to me. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, well, it, again, different. they, they what, use this What do legalese. you name
1: the land? <laughs> What's that? And I, I said that's just it. What do you name the land? I mean, you, you know, to keep in in con, con, concert with your with your your show this week, it's all about the name, and it's all about what the word that's used. Sure is, sure is, and you can do that. You can look at any map, right? And every piece
2: of property on the planet is 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 named something because somebody wanted
1: authority over it.
6: Oh my
0: oh, yeah.
1: God.
5: <laughs>
1: Look at Dan. I have a Dan named uh, a bunch of stuff. But anyway,
5: <laughs> and talking about different ways to skin a cat. How are we yeah. referring to do this type of avenue
6: because Who's the property is
5: associated I'm to the?
6: Out. Here a bit.
5: What's that? Associated to the because the property is associated David, to the there? name. Oh,
6: right.
5: Yeah. Right. Is is there the a property is associated drain?
4: with the the legal person?
5: Right. Is there a different avenue to take to have them to take away their authority over oh, the? No, no. This so-called name yes. or legal person name? Yes, absolutely, absolutely.
2: Um, you can do it through trust, creating a trust estate, uh, which is a series of trusts. Okay, you have asset holding trusts for whatever assets: your car, your house, your you know, whatever property you want to put in an asset holding trust. You have uh, what I call a strawman trust. I have what I call a kingdom of heaven trust. And these are ways of separating yourself from all of that, that name, okay? You're creating new names that are going to control both legal and beneficial title that you have control over and that you manage, as opposed to registering them in with the public and uh, allowing them to manage and tax you and hold everything, you know, in probate for that dead entity. And then administer every time, you know, the dead entity is activated and does something wrong against them, you know, or buy something new that they want, okay? So, yes, there is a way, um, you know, and again, you could do it, you know, just, again, by going in and, and, uh, you know, claiming your rightful authority, uh, you know, under your creator. And and literally, you could do it just with that. Or you can create a series of trusts for everything that you do have, okay, and have evidence um, through witnesses that, yes, these things are yours and that, uh, you know, a trust was created, okay? Now, uh, two different trusts cannot hold the same property, okay, because whoever's holding the property has subject matter jurisdiction over that property has the right to administrate anything having to do with that property, right? You're the judge, the administrator, the trustee. Okay. And on the private side, you are an actual trustee managing your own, you know, managing these properties. Okay. On the public side, they are the trustees. Okay. And then they force you to indemnify them by, buying insurance for those things that you've entrusted to them so that they don't have to have any fiduciary responsibility whatsoever. And then they'll find you for that. And and they'll make you a trustee. Actually you claim that name and and you become the trustee, not the beneficiary. You
0: have,
2: (laughs) excuse me, need another drink.
5: What if you have a trust a trust claim that name? What's that? I was just thinking, what if you actually have a trust that you actually control that is not you that claims that name?
2: That you don't control or that you do control?
5: That you do control. I'm just going up coming up with other ways to Yeah
2: absolutely. Ways. Right. And that's your straw man trust, okay? You create a trust, and the straw man is the subject matter or the asset in that trust. It's your slave. It's the trust slave. Just like if you left it in the public, it's going to be a slave to the public for the rest of your life because you're the one that's joined to it. Okay? So, yes, when you set up that straw man trust, the straw man is the subject matter of that trust. It's the thing that's owned in that trust. It's the only thing in that trust that's owned. Okay. It's now indemnified. Uh, it's indentured to the trust. Okay, it's lien. It owes a debt and to the trust. Now,
7: now, David, you you said that a um, uh, two separate trusts can have ownership in the same property, but a trust can own a trust, or a trust Correct. can be in trust. Yeah. Okay. So then, now it's taken. Yeah.
2: It can be one of the parties of the trust, sure, it can be a, a tr- another trust can be the trustee, a corporation can be the trustee, and either one of those can be beneficiaries, and either one of those can also be grantors, right? If you have a trust that has a piece of property that you want to grant to another trust, it can absolutely do so. So, yes, to answer your question, Chad, it can, for sure, but it doesn't own the property. Okay, so... Okay, your car, okay, if you register it, okay, and it's registered, and you move to a different state, okay, right now your car is entrusted in the state that you reside in. If you move to another state, you have 30 days, based on their rules, to register it into the new state's trust, because the new state has to have authority over the subject matter, your car, okay? And what it'll do is it'll send once you register it with the, with the new trust, the new state, then they will send the legal title to the new state and they'll send a new the, the new state will issue a new certificate of title in the new state to you. okay? This way it can't it can't be entrusted to both states at the same time. Okay. now instead of moving to another state, you're moving it into a new trust, a private trust, okay? You notify them that this thing is now owned by a private trust and you demand legal title be issued to the the new trust. That legal and beneficial new title would be sent to the new trust. Then this new trust can issue beneficial interests, you know, license or give permission for any of anybody to use it but the trust itself gets to decide who does the trustee the new trustee hopefully that made sense
7: yeah it did so at at that point you know when you talk about legal title and equitable title then should the state be be sending you the you know, like on a vehicle, the manufacturer's certificate of origin or um,
2: do you just... could be if that yeah i mean if if you can, if they if they have that absolutely, but anything that would um identify that property as you know the actual title right the legal title is the actual title, you get a certificate title stating that you have a beneficial interest that certifies that there is a real title, but you're not the one that's holding it, okay? okay? So whatever they're claiming that title is, whether it be the manufacturers and, you know, the original uh, manufacturing uh, birth certificate of the car, right, or the original land patent for your home, okay, it's the same thing. You, you want legal title. You want to make sure there's no higher claim than yours, Including the state's claim, because you're no longer allowing them to to manage it.
7: Yeah, I I would guess you'd never ever get any anything like that. It'd just be a matter of record and um, you know being able to show it.
2: Sure, but again, if they're gonna if, if it's a matter of record, then they they should have that in their records. So if you get pulled over and the police say, "Oh, we're gonna," you know run the VIN number on this you know on this vehicle it's going to come back that it's owned by whatever trust and that they have no legal authority over it their plate's not on it okay right that's how they know that it's theirs when it's driving down the road right it's got their name on the back
7: yeah, I Montana,
2: yeah. Illinois, whatever, you know, they their identity tags to see whose trust it is that owns it. As long as there's a state tag on there, then the state can turn around and, and order it to be towed away as if it's their own property. Because you and I don't have the right to, to have our neighbor's car towed away and then have them pay for it right but they do it all the time it's because they have their plate on it their identity it's identified with them and they are the owner they're the legal title owner the more I, I should say the legal to... title holder holder
7: yeah the, the more i listen to you the more i i'm convinced that when i got out of those two uh, traffic tickets in minneapolis um that it was because I did not have the plate on the trailer that I got the tickets from, and uh, <laughs> I, it it had not been registered in in my name yet at the time of the ticketing.
2: Sure, because then they couldn't pull you in uh, and try to. And this is one of the things this is one of the tricks of the court. They'll use in, they'll use subject matter jurisdiction and and threaten to take the property, right? If you don't. Come in and defend it in personum and give them jurisdiction by trying to defend the property. Yeah <laughs> rather than just notifying them that, hey, this is owned in private trust, uh, I have subject matter jurisdiction as the trustee of that trust, and you need to piss off. You have no jurisdiction here.
7: See, and I have no ownership rights. You know, I I didn't, uh, you know, have a trust or anything set up and and all that, but I I can still see, you know, with what I sent them, um, where I was still basically making that claim that they have no jurisdiction over it.
2: Absolutely. And and, and as a man, they don't. As the legal fiction, they do. But why would you claim to be that? And that's where, you're, you know, that's where they're realizing that they have no jurisdiction over you as a man. The only thing they have jurisdiction over is that birth certificate that was created and any documents that were created as a result of it. Yeah. That's the legal person, a pile of paper and plastic. Doesn't do a thing without you helping it. When you answer the name, they grab the authority, and then they hold you accountable. Well, Well, you 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 didn't buy insurance to hold us harmless, so we're going to hold you responsible for not having insurance. Here's the statute. Here's the charge. That's what they do. (laughs) <laughs> was somebody else going to say something? I heard somebody. Sorry, well, I jumped in there.
5: I was going to ask, how do you take, um, take and prove and present your God-given name or parental just-given name or change name to say you're not the legal entity Birth certificate name. How do you stand on okay. that type of presentation?
2: Okay, so you're saying they they give you a ticket, right? And it's got your all caps name on there, and you know that's the only one they have authority over, right? Is that is that what you're saying?
5: Th- that's a very good example. Yes.
2: Okay. Okay, so when you go into the courtroom, right, and they call that name out, what would you say?
0: I'm
5: here on
2: that matter. Well, that's still pretty vague.
5: Yeah, I don't necessarily have a... I'll
2: I'm ca- not ca- sure ca- i, ca- ca- I don't have
5: a practice I use?
2: <laughs> okay, what, what, what I use when, when, when they do that is I will hold up the birth certificate. I will say I have a beneficial interest in that matter before the court that's being administrated by the court, okay, or administered by the court, okay? And I'm challenging the jurisdiction, Okay, I have subject matter. I own that name. Okay, or I have a beneficial interest in, the, in, the, uh, in that estate, okay? And if you're going to let the public administrator, now, you, now you're going to define all the parties, right? The judge is the administrator. He's acting as the trustee for the estate that he's administrating because only the trustee is allowed to administrate the estate, okay? So you're saying, okay, well, I'm a beneficiary, so you claim the beneficiary office, OK, now that there's only two other offices, the grantor and, and the trustee. Well, the grantor has no say once the trust is established. That was your mom. OK, <laughs> she was the one that granted the state the authority to do what they do, gave them the, the legal title. OK, so now the only position left, if you claim the beneficiary position and you're holding evidence of it in your hand, The only position left is trustee. I'm here to make sure that this trust is administered uh, to the benefit of the beneficiary. Because it's the trustee's job to make sure that the beneficiary is protected. That's trust law right there. I don't (laughs)
0: don't
5: have a lot of court experience, but it sounds like just as an assumption on my part that, they're going to try to keep moving forward, maybe multiple times, pausing here and there, set another date to find. Right,
2: they're going to, they're going to say, "Listen, this to is find this is a, of a plea hearing of
5: the person that they're looking for."
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. They're going to it's go to hearing, this. This is find a plea office hearing of
5: the person of the name that they're calling.
2: <laughs> they're going to ask. They may just say, "Are you? Are you, you? know?" They may say to me, "Are you Dave Horowitz? And I've had this happen. Okay, I, I've had this happen in, in Vegas in a, in a, in a, literally in a basement locked uh, you know, a uh, traffic court where everybody's in a locked room with the judge and a big bailiff. And I said, you know, uh, they called the name. I said, I have a beneficial interest in this case. Here's the proof. And the only reason I'm here was to give you this evidence, an affidavit and a notice to the judge. And the judge goes for the second time, he goes, are you Dave Horowitz? I said, I just told you who I am. I said, I'm a, I, am a benef- I have a beneficial interest in this case, and I am here to serve you notice. When, the, when, the, when I said that the second time, this eight bailiff stands up and starts walking at me like he's going to put his hands on me. And I put my hand straight out like the stop signal, and I said, if you put your hands on me in front of all of these witnesses, I'll consider it felony assault, and I will do anything and everything to defend myself. And that guy turned around to the judge and said, I can't help you, and he went and sat down. The judge says, if you're not Dave Horowitz, then you have no business here. I said, no, I told you, I have a beneficial interest here. He was pissed. I walked out. It was over. Done. So, again, you have to know who you are, who you're not. And and uh, no matter how many times they may say, you know, well, are you representing yourself? Or are you acting pro se? No, sui juris in my own right. Well, are uh, you, uh, you know, are you representing yourself? No, I just told you, I'm here in my own right, sui juris. They'll ask it three times. They'll try three times to get you to deny your authority. Wonder where that came from. and you just keep denying that you're theirs, right? Do you need a lawyer? The court will you know, appoint you a lawyer. No, I'm here sui juris, in my own right, under my own authority. With subject matter jurisdiction, if we're going to go that way, as a beneficiary of this public trust, uh, you know, you, you, you're, you're seeming pretty shady as the trustee i don't think i trust you let's 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 just collapse this trust right here i don't trust you to handle anything for this estate anymore i ex- i expect the full accounting that judge is going to have his jaw hit the floor because he knows it's his job as a trustee as a public trustee to look out for the benefits of the beneficiary they're just so used to, to stealing and, 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 you know, uh, profiting off of, the, off of the trust estate, your trust estate, that they really don't care anymore. And they're absolutely going to be surprised if somebody knows what they're talking about, stands up, and starts asking the right questions.
5: And in such a case, even though you've told the story multiple times, I just noticed that the court recognizes hearing you, you're sure jurists sui juris. and you have a beneficial owner? They just recognized hearing you. The, not they, them administering the court.
0: Well,
2: everybody in the court is a witness to what just happened. Right? Everybody in the court can be called as a witness. And you could turn around because the court is the court. <laughs> They're all witnesses. You can, you know, I need witness statements from everybody here before they leave. Bailiff, make sure they get witness statements, what they just saw and heard. you got more than two or three witnesses to the matter. It's established. That's why if they know they're dealing with somebody who knows what they're talking about, they'll have cops who keep you from going into, the, or try keeping you from going into the court until everybody else has already been called and let go. <sighs> Then the only witnesses you have are all cops standing in the back of the room, and the judge and the stenographer, the court reporter. Could be a clerk of the court, most likely. So, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's a matter of knowing who you are, who you're not. Um, if you haven't been, if you have no courtroom experience, go in and watch it'll open your eyes wait till you see how much cash goes through a single courtroom in a you know even a little courtroom in a single day forget day session before lunch <laughs> then they do it twice sometimes three times and they most likely have multiple courtrooms going at the same time but you can go in there and and uh audit a a trial or audit, uh, you know, go into the courtroom and listen to to, uh, and watch what they're doing. It's a great way to see procedure. It's a great way to see them lie. I mean, you go in there long enough, you're going to be thinking that, you you know, the truth is a lie, you know, because that's what they do, a plea agreement. Here's some legalese for you. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna reduce the fees and the charges uh, if you just plead guilty to failure to stop at a stop sign instead of speeding. And you go, hmm. Well, if I was speeding, why would they want to give me a break? Well, they want you to plead. They want you to beg for forgiveness or a lesser charge. Okay, and then you've got to then you've got to commit perjury because you've got to tell the judge what you did wrong, right? I ran a stop sign, failed to stop at a stop sign. Did you? No. So you're lying. You just perjured yourself in order to get a plea agreement, and they know it. If they had something, if they had any material evidence or anything, they wouldn't offer you a plea agreement. But most times they will offer a plea agreement, okay, because you're going to admit to being guilty, okay, lie, perjure that you were guilty when you weren't, of something you didn't do. That's perjury. That's, that's lying on the stand, lying to the court. It's a fraud upon the court that you signed off on. Now they got you under contract and you've basically just led, you know, they led you right to it. You need to know who you are, who you're not, what they do, how they talk, you know. More, you know most of all, you really need to understand the fraud that's been committed against you throughout this, your entire life. Because that is really the claim against every single thing that they ever do. Because they're doing everything in fraud. You don't, you know. <laughs> would you register your car and get insurance on your car and go get a license to go drive your property if they weren't going to put a gun to your head and threaten you to put to put you in a cage? I don't I don't know of anybody who would want to spend that their their hard earned money, you know, placating Caesar like that if they weren't under a threat of force. So. No contract's valid if it's coerced or threat, you know, by threat of force or force. That invalidates the whole thing. It's fraud. It's void from the beginning. And if you know that, then you know that everything they are doing there is to further perpetrate the fraud that they've been committing since the beginning of time back in Babylon. Using your well, name they're against all you.
0: They're all of actors. They're
2: all Yeah. Fictions. They're Donald Duck. They're Mickey Mouse. Half of them are Scooby and Shaggy Doo. And
1: so, so go, go in, and in and be the. the uh, go in and be Shakespeare and take over that shit.
0: <laughs> right. right, right.
1: Yeah.
5: They're, they're all <laughs> actors that want you to give the allocution during a plea or some situation like that which would absolutely. the case and allow them to tap into your accounts, so to speak.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, they are. They are, uh, you know, they're, they're making withdrawals from your estate every single time they tax you, every time they fine you, every time they require you to ask for their permission. They're, they're, they're stealing from what you've created yourself, your energy, your work you know, your livelihood, the, the, your, your children's estate, okay? They're stealing it all fraudulently. And nobody's ever taught this in school, right? Why not? Because it's a government school. You're taught what they want you to, to be taught. Uh, is so-and-so here? Oh, yep, here I am. From kindergarten, on, From kindergarten on. And then they do it at your job. Right, got to punch in with your name and ID number, and you know we're chartered by the government, so it flows back to them, and then they take their portion out of your paycheck before you get it from the fiat dollars. <laughs> if they're printing them in the back room, why do they need them? Why do you? Why do they need you to give them them? You know those fiat notes. If they can just go in the back room and print up as many as they need. And often do. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Satanic. It's satanic. It doesn't make sense. It's your soul. Mm hmm. They're taking your heart and soul. They're taking your energy. They're taking your work. They know it. They created your name to do that. They knew it ahead of time. That's fraud. They planned on, on, on profiting from this trust. That's fraud with intent. No, nope, But we just let them do it. Going, that's ah, just the way it is. I'll just pay the fine. I can't take any more time from work. I've already lost enough money from being here. We'll keep perpetrating the fraud as well. If everybody realized that this was all fraud, they'd it, walk away from the system tomorrow, immediately. But to go back to the question earlier about is there a way to uh, separate yourself from that, there is absolutely by going private, whether you uh, use your Bible or your Koran or, or whatever, um you know, yes, you can, you know, get back into trust with your Creator, okay, and you can do it that way and defend it using the Bible, or you can have a series of trusts, collapse zero trust, move all the property that they had been managing into a series of trusts, manage yourself, and can leave a record to be passed down to your heirs, to who you decide it to go to so that it ends up in probate and the government decides where it all goes and usually it ends up all going to them. Anything not claimed goes back to the state. Go look at the probate laws. That's why there is a county executor in every county in the country. That executor is the executor of probate. Anything anybody that doesn't claim it and probate, they go in and, and and I've seen them literally. I've seen them where a family says, "Okay, we're going to pick so and so to be the executor of of, of the uh, estate," and and they're challenged by the county executor. Why would the county want to have exec, you know administrative uh, you know. Uh, passing out of, of, of the property of, of the deceased. It's what they do every single day in court. Most court cases you see are probate courts, traffic courts, all probate. It's all probate. They're administrating the dead entity. Until you stand up and say, oh, that's me. Ho oh, ho! great. You're not dead. Now you're going to pay. It's a scam. It's a scheme. It's And, and it goes way, way, way back. Uh, the one here actually goes back to Babylon. Code of Hammurabi. You go look it all up. Uh, you know, this is not stuff that I make up. Anything that I say, please do not take my word for it. Go look and do your research, read, study to show yourself approved so that you don't have to be ashamed. Okay? You do the work. You do the research. (laughs) If you know it, nobody can take it away from you. If you search for that truth, dug it up and found it, it's it's yours at that point. Okay, you did the work to get that truth. Don't just take my word for it. Because if you don't know it, it's the same as me making it. You know, doing your court documents for you, and you not reading them and making them your own. Okay. The judge is going to question you, the prosecutor is going to question you, and you're not going to have the answers because you never even read the paperwork. So you don't even, it's not your material. It's the quickest way to get, you know, to piss them off. But also they're going to be like, aha, we got you. You know, this person was, you know, just grabbed something off the Internet or, you know, somebody else did their paperwork.
0: Well, don't you. Hey, Hey,
1: The court isn't just—I mean, a a lot of what you're talking about is really frightening to a lot of people because get in there, it's all designed to be scary, and and so a lot of that court is is already—it's just paper. In court, you're mailing back and forth. Court is any you know in writ, isn't it? Well, that's a, a court of record would be
2: and it's good to have a record, okay? But, again, I could walk into a courtroom without a shred of paperwork with, other than my Bible and my birth certificate, and I'll have a heyday. I'll have so much fun in there, running them around, asking them questions and not answering any,
0: <laughs>
2: because I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I'm not. And I'm not afraid of them at all. Because they get up, they go to the bathroom, they breathe air, they have to eat. They're people. They're not God over my life, and I know that. So I have a real easy time going in there and dealing with them. Because they're frauds, right? James 4.12, there's only one lawgiver and one judge, okay? Now, if that's true, then every single person that's claiming to be a legislator or a lawgiver or a representative of you, okay, for a judge is a fraud. There's only one. It's not you. Unless you can walk on some water, turn some water into wine, start healing the sick, prove it. We're making the claim. I'm your judge. I'm the lawyer.
1: Like you're starting to sound like a Peter following Shavuot that first, uh, that first <laughs> year.
2: No, but it's true, though. I mean, if, you know, you have to call them on the fraud. They're committing fraud against you. If you know that going in, that's like knowing all the answers to the test. <laughs> Whatever you throw at me, it's still fraud. And I can prove it. How can I prove that you know, these laws are, 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 don't pertain to me? Because they don't have my consent to manage my life. And if they are assuming or presuming that they do, then the burden of proof is on them to prove that. What contract did I sign? What power of attorney did I sign that you can manage my financial and legal affairs? Oh, you don't have one? Well, then you're acting in fraud.
0: <laughs>
2: Excuse me, bailiff, arrest this person. They're, 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 they're for fraud right now. <laughs> It's like, knowing the, it's like knowing the answers to the test. You go in there, to, you know, and once you realize who you are and who you're not and the, 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 the scam that's being pulled on you, you can go in there with a big smile on your face and be nice and, and, and cordial and, and let, your, let your questions do the hard work. It'll be like a gunshot. What may, who are you to me? Well, I'm your judge. Great. You just made a, a tremendous claim. It's time to prove that. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? You can't? Well, then, how can you sit there and claim to be my judge? You go into the county you know, the county commissioners meeting, right? They're talking about making everybody have to wear masks. You can't make everybody uh, wear masks. You can make your employees wear masks. Or you're slaves, you can probably uh, make wear masks. But who do you think you are to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're the county commissioner. Well, whoop-de-freaking-do. You're Bob, you're Grace, you're, you're Harry. You're all a bunch of clowns, acting as if you're God over me. Acting. you 've got to put them in their place and you 've got to expose their fraud and it scares the hell out of them when you do it 's like resisting the devil and he flees well that 's what happens when you go in the courtroom and, and, and you exercise the authority that is inherent in you
1: and you know what you know what uh, what happens when you just take somebody's deposit them into the court and they 're not. You cleaned your house, but, yeah, you kicked that demon out, but he's going to go and get seven more of his buddies.
0: And, and oh, it's yeah, that, that off. to me They're all going to be it's <laughs> <up. Yep. laughs>
1: Well, I
2: may be. I may have more, more to deal with, and it's happened. I've had, I've had a dozen uh, uh, U.S. Marshals called into the federal courtroom on me, <laughs> and I did the same exact thing as I did with that bailiff in, in Vegas. It was the Vegas federal court that it happened. But they, the judge called in a dozen U.S. Marshals to try and remove me from the court, and they failed. And the judge turned around and was like, okay, well, you know, would you, you, know you could talk to them, right, because I was there for my son and, and his friend. Well, you could talk to them, okay, but you can't address the court. Well, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> I don't represent them anyway. They're sui juris." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because the federal courthouse, absolutely that judge knew exactly what was going on when uh, my son's friend mm-hmm. walked up with his birth certificate and handed it to the judge.
3: So oh yeah.
2: he knew that he knew that the jurisdiction just changed, and, and, and that he stuck holding the trustee title. And that my son's friend was a beneficiary.
0: Now he's got to do the right thing the by the for the beneficiary. <laughs> yeah,
2: he dismissed the Turn
1: case. The the otherwise, he there, had yeah. Fi-
2: yeah. Well, otherwise, he would have had the fiduciary responsibility to pay all the charges as the trustee. Right. So of course he's going to dismiss the case. He's going to do what's best for the beneficiary. But the mm-hmm. ju- it was funny because there was an objection. The, the the uh, <laughs> prosecutor said, I object. The judge goes, what do you object to? He says, well, the, the guy goes, I have no idea what just happened. Of course he did not And the judge you turned around and explained it. it. Yeah, right? <laughs> but the judge turned around and explained it better than I could have. He said he just changed the jurisdiction of the court. Case dismissed. Say, David? Yeah. Well, and
7: And I'm not going to know the specifics here, but at at some point courts of equity were abolished correct
2: no here they're not abolished they were they were combined okay. okay so you have courts of law and courts of equity in the same venue
7: okay okay and that that's what i was wondering if it's like there's a difference between you know equity being abolished as compared to a court Specifically, all
0: of
2: of them are all of them are there for you to use, okay. But there's also a couple of other jurisdictions going on in that courtroom, okay. It's an administrative hearing, you know that, okay. Yeah. Which means it's either a probate court or a trust court, okay. And if it's a trust court, then it's your equity court, okay. If it's the probate court, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to administer the affairs of the dead entity. (laughs) Excuse me, which is ninety percent of the time what you what you're running into in a courtroom. (laughs) Right, Right. the defendant is the all caps person. A legal fiction. The dead entity.
7: And that, that's my <laughs> that, that that goes back to, you know, if they them saying that the courts of equity are abolished, you know, it's it's just how they use language to make you think of something.
2: Course. Yeah,
7: when something's still yeah. really there, not there, whatever.
2: Well, when, when they hear court of equity, they cringe because that's trust law. Which means that if you are asking for it, you might know your position in a trust. Which, And if you do, you force them to be the trustee.
0: <laughs> and if
2: they do anything other than...
0: <clears throat>
2: Excuse me. Oh, getting hot in here. Give me one second. <laughs> uh if the, if the trustee does anything that is um, not beneficial to the beneficiary, he's in breach of trust. So could
7: basically, and I might be wrong here, but in my understanding, even if you've already given them jurisdiction, couldn't you convert a probate court into a court of equity if you did it properly?
0: Jurisdiction
2: can be challenged at any time. So you can challenge but it and say, oh, we're in the wrong venue we're going to switch it to
1: equity. By uh, the word mistake. mistake. There's been a mistake.
0: There's well, been for a any mistake. reason. For any, for
2: any reason, yeah. Yeah, there's been a mistake, for sure. <laughs> yep, we're in the wrong venue. We're in the wrong venue. We're supposed to be in equity.
7: I got it. Not, <laughs> Not law.
2: Not law. All right, we're not here under statute. We're not here under uh, probate. We're here under equity. All right? You're you're an administrator. You're an administrator for the Department of Motor Vehicles right now, aren't you, Judge? How can you say no if you're sitting there and he's trying to administer a traffic citation? If he's and yeah. he's in the wrong place, Keith to Smith, <laughs> right? Or <Well>, he's an <laughs> impostor. <laughs> 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 so you know again you gotta know who you are and who you're not and, and and if you're in a courtroom you better know which pos you know, which
1: office you're holding there. I'm reminded not to kill the chain. You know, and, Right, and, you know, and I, pre- I prefer to be an office about. of Yeah. Oh go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say Chad was that Chad was kind of alluding to the to the idea that they're trying to put in our minds that equity is gone but I mean until yeah. this heaven and earth and pass away you know this is this is what it is and so just rest in him use His right hand and stand up for yourself
0: yeah. it, well you gotta walk in the authority down.
2: of the office Right, the I, office I, of the I, beneficiary is, is very powerful. It's the actual true owner of a thing. The only reason the
1: trustee is there is to be taking care of the assets for the beneficiary. The grantor is gone. Because the it. grantor is not even present. Right, grantor has nothing to do with it. When it, after the grantor grants the trust, it's to trustee
2: and the beneficiaries. Or the trustees and the beneficiaries, because there can be multiple of both, and there are usually.
0: Mm -hmm. So I I would again
7: to 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 what Brian just said about you know fooling people. It's like you know I'm 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 no expert in any of this, but it's you know I read that and immediately my mind went to what, what the language said. And then when I asked the question and you explained it, it was like, I knew all that, but, you, you know, that your mind just goes
2: a certain way. Sure, we're trained that way, right? Yeah. When, when our name is called, we're, we're, we're trained to put up our hand and go, that's me.
0: <laughs>
2: it's the same thing. We've all been there. We've all been there. It's, you know, again, it's, it's really figuring out really? who you are. And not being
1: that renewing of yeah, your, renewing
2: mind. your mind. Yeah, it's a renewing of your mind. It absolutely is, Brian.
0: Yeah.
2: It is a renewing of your mind.
0: That's why you're I'm a new way. creation, <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Okay. A trust that you, you creates a new creation, or you could be I a think. new creation.
1: Yeah, you must be born again. Yeah, uh, just I I do think I think back to Paul. You know, you said you were going to get biblical today, so I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm going to come from the scripture a little bit. But you know, Paul Paul spent a lot of time in prison. He's, he he wrote a lot of letters from prison, um, which turned into epistles. But I mean, at the same time, he was a Roman citizen and whether he was capitus demish you know a uh, media or whether he was a, a minima um he was probably among i mean he he got it and so it's it's interesting to kind of he was a lawyer too he, he was, was a lawyer <laughs> right right so it's interesting to think through you know my my learning of these of trust principles over these last couple of years and 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 inscribe it to the scripture i've been studying for 20 and just like, wow, you know, you, stuff you didn't know <laughs> was in there is in there. Oh, yeah, it pops out. It's the, the answers are there. <laughs> you know, it's funny.
2: They'll, they'll put a Bible in every courtroom and have you put your hand on it and swear mm-hmm. to God. Well, you're not supposed to even do that. But if you opened mm-hmm. it, you'd say you don't swear by heaven or by earth.
0: And you're
1: just like, oh, yeah, well, that's just the way it is. By doing so, you literally prove that you don't believe what's written in there. Right. No, well, by doing that, you're giving them authority, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? To extract the mm-hmm. truth from you.
2: Do you know the whole truth and nothing but the truth? So help you God. Well, yeah,
0: absolutely, I know
2: the truth. You sure There's the God, truth? Right here. And mm-hmm. the story. Are we done? I'm just a witness. <laughs> mm. Hmm. You can't, you know, again, if you know, if you know their language, the yeah, if you know their language, it's, it's, it's babble. It was written in fraud. It was meant to deceive, and it's not in just this language, okay? You can go to any court and any government in any country, and it's the same way. This system is the world system. It's an adversarial system. Go to, go to Germany. Go to Russia. Go to England. Go to Canada. The courts operate the exact same way. Government is taking the place of God in the people's lives and subjecting them, something that God would never do. We're supposed to act in trust with God. (laughs) That's why they imitated trust and then made it, you know, it is. It's a distorted trust. It's a lie. trust based on a lie, on fraud. Good show so far, guys. I'm glad. Thank you for uh, participating. Let's open it up. Is there anybody else who wants to jump in? Well, we got a bunch of people on here tonight. Hey, David. Yeah. Doug. It's yeah. It's
0: uh-huh. David. It's James.
4: Okay. Who's that? It's James in Pennsylvania. I have a question for you. Sure. Um the driver's license. Um when you sign that, that's a contract, correct? Correct. So does that contract force you to get the insurance and registration? Yes. Okay.
2: <clears throat> so if
4: you can't use the You mean that wasn't
2: disclosed to you when you when you went and applied for it?
4: No. No, not at all.
2: <laughs> well, I guess it's not a valid contract, but, yeah, it's a contract.
4: So if you, um, if you have to use your birth certificate to get a driver's license, which you can't use your birth certificate as identification, then how can you possibly get a driver's license?
2: Well, you already committed, uh, you know, an infraction against the rules because they even say this is not to be used as identification and then they themselves ask you to use it as identification. They're entrapping you first.
4: (laughs) If you do have the driver's license, can they use the contract against you? I'm sorry? If you do have a driver's license, can they use the contract against you?
2: They will always contract against you. You agreed to this when you signed, and, and now you're responsible for what you signed for. They're, going, they're saying you breached the contract. That's exactly what you're doing in property court. You were there because you breached the contract. Even if
4: you're um, at the time not in commerce? If you
2: have a driver's license and their tag on that property, they have subject matter jurisdiction and they have in personam jurisdiction over the, you, the driver's license carrier or holder. That contract exactly. is what was breached.
4: Okay, that's what I wanted but to they know. Didn't,
2: now, right, but now, again, is that contract valid? Was all of this disclosed to you, full and, and, and honest disclosure of all of this when you applied? No. Or were you just told growing up that, Oh, when you turn 15 or 16 or 17, that you've got to go get a permit, you've got to go ask for permission, and then you've got to go get a license, and you have to have one, and you have to register it, or else you'll get arrested.
0: Right, yes.
2: Well, that's right there is. It, it, you know, it's an, it, it, they're trying to induce you to contract through threats and force and, 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 and uh, coercion. And the and the and the validity of the contract can absolutely be questioned.
4: So, if there is no contracts, then they have no claim.
2: Absolutely, there's no there's no if there's no contracts, right? No license, no registration, then there is no subject matter jurisdiction, and there is no in personum jurisdiction. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what i wanted to do
5: how
2: you like a little
1: more.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was good. What, what's up? Forget I that. heard somebody. Who? who who's that? <laughs> I heard somebody. Sounds like that. Did somebody trouble. Has- Did you hear me
5: yeah. when I said that?
2: No, uh, no, no. Now I can hear you. <laughs> Who's this?
5: No, no. No, that was uh, under, unexpected interruption. This is Demetrius. We're listening and Ask a Few Questions, Demetrius and Shannon. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt inappropriately. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Right now.
2: No problem at all. Did you have a question? No, I have one. Okay, Not who's just this? at
5: the moment, sorry.
2: This idiot on Colorado. Um, is there another? Is this call recorded? And is there another phone number to call and hear the recording? Um, not one. You know, there's no phone number to call and hear the recording. I'm recording it, and I will be posting it up back on Facebook uh, either later this evening or tomorrow. Uh, and it'll be on um, uh, Anchor FM, and once it goes up there, you can find it on iTunes and a bunch of other platforms as well. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, I, I post it back to the same groups that uh, that you saw the notice for the show, so it'll it'll be in there as well. Yeah. Well, somebody else had a question.
3: Yeah, um, getting ready to go to probate court. Um, I have a brother that uh, got a fake power of attorney. Um, Everybody that signed it was family. The one that notarized it was his sister-in-law. I've got the paperwork ready to go. Um, What am I missing besides the court documents to... Get the, because I heard you say something about getting it turned over to have a different standing to where you're the beneficiary and then the court becomes the trustee right well um
2: okay so somebody passed away in your family
3: yeah my dad and
2: okay so your dad passed away and then you said somebody your brother
3: yeah my younger made brother
2: made a power of attorney needed- to
3: my mom's got dementia. Um, she okay. she was diagnosed with it in 2015. My brother got the okay. uh, power of attorney in, as right after my dad passed away in June the 28th of 2017. July the 4th of 2017, my brother got a power of attorney. Uh, everybody that signed it was family. The one that notarized it was his sister-in-law, um, and he's been using it to... Uh, you know, make decisions for my mom and everything, and he's not even supposed to have it. I mean, and the thing is is that uh, I'm trying to get this overturned because our, I know, and everybody else seems to know, that uh, having family to sign a power of attorney and even have it notarized by a sister-in-law makes it null and void. But, well, I just
2: I mean, it it can be challenged for sure. And I mean, is he trying to become the executor for the estate of your father? Is that I mean, because he's going into probate? Did the court make him the executor?
3: No. But he has uh, threatened. I can't do anything with the property. I can't do anything with uh, with, with, because um, what is it uh. They're deducting $200 for my mom's uh, Social Security because supposedly she filed late and I'm like I'm trying to get that back plus the, the $1,700 that um, she was supposed to get because um, the VA turned around and said that um, they have it down that my dad is single and not married and I said no he's married and to address that issue like I said, I need to be able to have the authority to address it so that, and prove that my mom was married to my dad and everything, and then also to make medical decisions. And then also, like I said, um, the, with their property, the house, and the vehicle that is sitting there, I can't sell anything. And I'm, I'm trying no. to get rid of my mom. Does
2: he have a will at all? He didn't have a will, I'm assuming?
3: He does, but it, it was just kind of whipped up. It, this wasn't done by an attorney, and doesn't I'm matter. Not sure, I'm not, if yeah, it I'm was not
2: witnessed sure. by two or three individuals, it was valid.
3: It was, and it was done right. Uh, I had an outside uh, uh, notary come out. Um, she, taught, she saw it, saw what was wrong. She helped me corrected it right there and then. Pulled two nursing uh, staff ladies that were cleaning ladies there to come and notarize um and and a I witness. even recorded it.
2: Okay. So this was what on his deathbed?
3: No, no, no. He uh this was that happened in March. He didn't die until June of that Okay. Year.
2: Okay. Okay, so there is a valid will. So he didn't die intestate. In that will did he present, you know, uh heirs you know uh did he say okay well the house this is what's going to happen to the house this is what i'm leaving to this you know to this one and that one and the next one
3: um he he just like i said i was the one that typed it up using that deck on online lawyer thing all i put was that my my brother gets nothing and it, it, it there's no other family members my mom like i said she's got dementia she can't make uh decisions she's been diagnosed with it since 2015. um my brother had that power of attorney signed, there was no doctor to examine her to make sure that when she signed the power of attorney that it was even um uh you know she that she knew what she was doing um and this is already this was already two years down the road so instead With dementia, so has
2: he not been a good? uh, You know, I mean, has he not been uh, taking care of her and making the right decisions?
3: No, for her health. Like I, no. Well, I don't know because the thing is, is that um, she's got two colostomy bags, and I don't even know why she has that many, Um, and who even, and why he even make that decision plus then uh okay. yeah well, he the only the only decision he made was uh, having having move from uh being up here to going closer to family that was about it after that uh i've been th- he's been uh making false accusations that my dad and I stole my mom's money uh he made false accusations that uh, oh what is it that uh that all I wanted was money and all this other stuff, and and that I'm a well, thief
0: and all. Well, let, let me
2: let me do this. Let me do this. Um, let me let me address the question that you originally had, and then um, I would say if you want to talk, go to the website uh, bulletproofsolutions dot org. The bottom there's a there's a um, a calendar, and just fill in for, you know, uh, for, to set up an appointment so that we could talk, you know, off the air and, and, uh, discuss it in detail. But as far as, you know, if probate court is coming up, okay, that's where all these challenges need to be made against one, the power of attorney, uh, you can put in to be the executor of his estate. Okay. He can challenge you. Okay. But he's probably, if he shows up, he's going to be, applying to be you know applying to the court begging the court to make him the executor okay you can challenge him and say no my father's will was that he didn't get anything and here's the evidence okay well, that, and i would like to be the and i want to be the executor of the will
3: well not only that but if he has an attorney that makes him ward of the court so then he's ill able to even handle um, no, 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 no.
2: If he's if he's holding power of attorney, okay. Uh, he's not holding power of attorney of your father, right?
3: No, he's holding it for my mom who has dementia.
2: Okay, that could be a totally separate issue, then. That that's not something that's going to be handled in probate. His estate's going to be handled in probate. The house, any, any property, any assets. That's what's going to be the subject of the probate. And you have a will, so it's not intestate, okay, without a will, okay, his will is there, and it says what it says what he what his final will was, what he wished to happen after he was gone. You have a valid one, you bring that there that evidence is enough to get you know uh you know to challenge in a separate court uh his power of attorney you know you can challenge his power of attorney um because
0: um yeah, I
7: I know in Minnesota there's you know, if you're in their probate court and everything like that, uh there there's a specific process for power of attorney. Um and, and it should be uh filed on with the county recorder even. Um so that's something you may want to check into uh for your challenge of, of the power of attorney.
3: Well, I'm in Texas, yep. so that would be like the Harris County Commissioner.
2: Yeah, no, the county clerk or or the county recorder. I'm sorry.
7: Yeah, the process would be under the the Texas statutes, and then if if you find in the statutes that it needs to be filed with the county attorney or the county recorder, um, then you would go there and look for it. But find find the statutes first is would be my my best advice.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and that is a separate issue from the probate court. The probate court, they're only interested in, in uh, is the final execution of your father's estate. And
7: so they won't tell you that in the court. Yeah, they won't tell you that in the court. You've got to bring right. it to them <laughs> for them to address it.
2: Right.
3: Okay, thank you.
2: Yep, no problem. And if, like I said, if you want to set up an appointment, tomorrow is usually very busy for me. So anytime after tomorrow, if you want to set up an appointment, we could talk about it and uh, and give you a little more help, you know, privately than on the air. here.
3: Okay, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Anybody else
2: have any questions or comments or a topic they want to have questions on? We got some time left.
8: This is Martha.
2: Hey, Martha. How are you?
8: Hi, I'm good. I've just been listening to everything that's uh being discussed here. <laughs> um, right. My question was um because you know when you were addressing the issue of um responding to the uh the name uh that it's not what they call you but um, how you answer well if if your name is in all caps or if it's in upper and lower case it still sounds the same so what I want to know is because we are trained to answer by this name and to keep out of that trap of you know getting Sucked into something because we're used to answering to that name. Um, yeah. Should we change something about our name, or change our name in some way? So you absolutely
2: be- have the right to do that. You absolutely can change your name anytime you choose. That's your choice, and that's one hundred percent up to you. If you choose not to, if you choose not to, you just have to be very aware of who's asking. Who's asking right? I mean, if your mom calls your name, you you hear her voice, you know it's her, and you answer. but if you don't you don't recognize the 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 sound of the voice that's asking, right? You don't recognize that voice. You're going to say, "Well, you know, it depends. Who are you? You know, right. Who are you looking for? Are you looking for a legal person? <laughs> that's not me. You know, you just have to be more diligent. If you're going to keep the name that they've been using, which is fine, you've got mm-hmm. to understand that. When, when, when they're asking, they're not asking for your, they're not asking for you. They're asking for the legal person. Okay, right. they're looking for the all caps name. Okay, and that the only that only exists on documents, papers that they created, bills. Okay. Licenses, registrations, applications, certificates, all of that has the all caps name. And it's the only place that the legal person exists, is on paper.
6: Right.
8: Now and it's I not was, you. <laughs> right. I was watching one of your, in fact I think it's the only one I could find, was a YouTube video and you were being pulled over and your uh-huh. son was with you. <laughs> and yep. um, and Horrible quality. Sorry, I had to sit through the
1: shakiness. <laughs>
8: <laughs> um, but what I wanted to ask is, when they asked you your name, you just would give them your first name. Yep. You would not give them any other name. Right. So what what was that about?
2: My name is David. My my friends call me David or Dave. My my son calls me Dad. My daughter calls me Dad. My other son calls me Dad. You know, my wife called me a whole bunch of names when we were married. I, you know, I don't know if I'd answer to all of them, but you know, it all depends on who's asking me. You know, are, are they, you know, because again, if you go back to what we said, they're trying to recognize, okay, to know again or to identify you with them. Okay, they right. want to acknowledge the validity or legality of the name that you're giving, and see if it's in their records. Now, I'd I, I'd gotten uh, uh, arrested another time, um, and the cop asked me my name. My son got pulled over. I was in the passenger seat, and it was actually for that same case. Okay. Uh, right before uh-huh. the thing ended two and, a, two and a half years after it started, uh, it should have been done anyway because the judge threw me out of the courtroom. She says, "I want you out of my courtroom." I says, "Is that your judicial decision?" i, I said, <laughs> said oh, it 's no problem here. Have a nice day." And I walked out you know <laughs> and i didn 't see them again i didn 't see them again for another eighteen months. But I was arrested, and, the, and they, my son was pulled over, and I was in the passenger seat. I said, "I have no, no, uh, you know, reason to identify myself to you, the cop." He asked me my name. I said, "Annie Adam," which in Hebrew means "I am man," and you don't mm-hmm. me, you don't know me from Adam, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they just assumed, and they dragged me out with three cops, and a, you know. They uh, didn't drag me out. They didn't put their hands on me until I let them cuff me. Um, and they had a hard time doing that just because of my size. The guy that pulled me over and his German shepherd, uh, you know, he's like, man, you're a big guy. I'm like, yeah, aren't you glad I'm not resisting? You know? <laughs> so,
0: well, you know, but,
2: yeah, I, I told you, and then he put, it, he put it on the record. He put it on the, on the ticket that I, that I gave him a false name. And he said, he wrote it down, Annie Adam. He asked me to spell it for him, and I did, and he wrote it into the record. So I am who I say I am, not who you say I am.
8: Right. What was the outcome of that? Because I noticed that they instructed you not to drive the car, and you agreed that you would not drive the car. No, I
2: didn't. I didn't agree to that. I told them I says I can't because you guys are in the way. But as soon as you move, I'm heading down the road. And I did. As soon as the last car pulled away, I jumped. You know, I back. First, I went in and talked to the, the lady at the at the at the uh, the uh, business that we were blocking, that they were blocking uh, uh-huh. at the storage unit. And I told her I'm sorry. She was hiding under the table when I walked in there. And she, literally, and she, she said, I thought there was a terrorist situation and, uh, you know, all these cops and everything. And they were turning. I said, I'm sorry, they were turning away your business. I said, if, uh, you know, if I, you know, succeed in seeing them, I'll add you to the, you know, a uh, couple of hours for your, for your trouble, you know? Yeah. But no, as soon as they yeah. pulled out, I, I drove away. And, the, um, I've talked about the case before. Um, again, it took two and a half years three judges uh the third judge first two i were accused um they turned it over to three different attorneys and the last one who i met two days before my trial date was literally two weeks into the office and just out of law school wow yeah they they handed her me me as her first case
8: And from the day, oh
2: yeah, within 24 hours of us talking and meeting, she basically dismissed all charges.
8: Right, right.
2: Because I I asked her a bunch of questions. Yeah, I asked her a bunch of questions that she didn't, uh, (laughs) she was having a real hard time answering. So she just dismissed the case after two and a half years.
8: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned. That was the end of that case. What's that? I, well you met, mentioned uh, something about them bringing dogs, and um, I worked for the Department of Corrections back you know, um, and I'll tell you, the dog thing, that's a scam in itself. Uh, oh, yeah. The officers actually um, signal the dogs to, uh, to um, what is it called, uh, when they...
2: To spot, yeah, to spot out, yeah. whether, you know, whether there's drugs or some issue, yeah. It, it, yeah, but we, that dog we, I don't think was there for that. I think he was strictly for intimidation purposes. Right, <laughs>
8: right. But we used to have those dogs come in through, like, the institution, and there was drugs, there was all kinds of stuff in there, and those dogs never found a thing. <laughs> sure. It was kind of a joke. Sure. But, but, it's just. About it's the whole name thing, you know. Since everything seems to be surrounded by that name, um, and ha- trying to retrain your brain not to be that, not to fill that role, is um, <laughs> is like you said. It's um, the renewing of the mind, thinking of yourself in a different way. Out, you know, away from what they've trained you how to see yourself. In this bondage, yeah. and slavery. You know these. Yeah, I, the slave mentality. Right. When people say, "Oh, you know what?" They they really patriotically believe in. Oh, we have to pay our taxes. You know, we need to pay our taxes. How do you think we get schools and roads? And I'm like, Well, what about <laughs> 13 and 1933 when we never had to pay for roads? Right. So it was all covered by you know. Um, yeah. Other, businesses other would, would, would pave
2: a way to their business and would pay for it because it made it easier for their customers to get there, to get to them. I, but, I mean, if you, if you look at Egypt, right, if you look at the Jews when they left Egypt, the exodus, right, they, mm-hmm. they, it took, what, a, a, a very short trip, took them 40 years to get to the promised land. And the reason right. was because they had that slave mindset generation after generation. They didn't go into the promised land until the, the final destination, you know, the final generation of, of slaves, the ones that were actually enslaved, not born there in, in, in freedom, were gone right. before right. they could go in. Because you can't go into the promised land without, you know, without being, you know, of clear mind and, and, and free, okay? Well, if your right. mind is still enslaved to, or in bondage to, a slave situation, you're going to be a dependent on 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 something that's not going to be there when you have freedom. You yeah,
8: it, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's um it's going to be a
5: uh, you had not, very challenging. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't.
2: <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Mark.
8: I'm sorry, Mark. Are
2: you there? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. That's right.
5: <laughs> I didn't want to stop it's you. Up. It's going to be, it's it's going to be a up. very
8: long um, um, process, you know, to retrain. I thought they were hearing like, Harry like, Crumb.
2: I
5: still <laughs> hey, guys, could there.
2: you uh, mute your mic there if you're, not, if you're not talking on the show, please? Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead, Martha. <laughs>
0: um,
8: it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's very challenging, you know, um, uh, trying to think. I mean, a part of me has already separated, and uh, the, it's like the more I learn, the more I feel like, gosh, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, and, and I think. That's all right.
2: Every new truth's is a little treasure, so you can at least enjoy that.
8: <laughs> and, and, um, it's, um, it's, it's I know it's funny because we want we are looking for the answer and I think that the answer is very basic and very simple but because of all the different roadblocks and all the different speed bumps and all the different you know caution signs and you know all these things that have already been planted in our brains you know sure you know, we have to
0: it's, it's, it's
2: hard to undo that. It's, it's, you know, it's conditioning over and over and over our whole lives to, you know, oh, that's a speed, so, speed limit sign. We have to obey that sign. How ridiculous oh, does that oh, sound to even say it?
8: Know, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah, it's deprogramming. It's like you're coming out of a cult.
2: You're yeah. Really is a cult? It's called stage. And and it's in every country in the world. Exactly, they worship these leaders. They worship the creation instead of the Creator. Mhm. That's what yeah. they do. That's statism, nutshell, right there.
6: Yeah.
2: And it's a fraud. It is a fraud. But they set up these idols and train you to worship them your entire life. Yeah. You know. And it blows my mind. Even the church does it. The you know believers do it. You know, Muslim or or Jewish or Christian, it doesn't matter. You yeah, know, it's a they put it's like a different, they, different they,
8: version of the same thing. It's it's a different yeah. yeah it's a different it, it's a different version of slavery.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's it's the same version of slavery, but it's free range slavery. You know they don't have you tied down on a on a plantation, right they have you right. tied down on the map right? You can't leave this property unless you've got a passport right, right. you want to go to somebody else's plantation, you need a passport
0: yeah. you get from one- yeah.
2: one plantation for the next. Governments are all the same they yeah.
8: Made to look different, though. You know how they make us believe that oh, Russia's different, and you know, and Iran is different, and all these different countries, and you know, Panama, and you know, uh, and uh, you know, turning all these leaders, you know, into these terrible enemies. When the truth is, is that we're just as bad as everybody else. <laughs> when it comes, oh, in to- some places
2: we're worse. A, a lot. I mean, hey, you know, I don't. I've I've traveled. Not extensively, but I've traveled, you know, to other countries, and and uh, it's way better than here. I mean, this place is, is is you know the land of the free and the home of the brave is absolutely not. Right. <laughs> land yeah. of the brainwashed and home of the slave.
6: Yeah. There's less freedom.
2: There's less freedom here than most other countries.
6: Wow.
8: Well, yeah, because you go to Mexico and you know. I loved going to Mexico because I could jump in the back of a pickup truck with three other women, and we could go down the road, and nobody's going to pull us over.
6: We had five right. Of,
8: yeah, we have five or six of us climbing to a little Datsun, um <laughs> to go back to the ranch. And, you know, nobody was tripping over it. Nobody, you know.
2: No. It was just, here you get pulled over on every corner.
8: Yeah, you go to the lake. There's nobody there charging you a fee you just go yep. to like nobody's charging <laughs> you for a picked spot nobody's making you reserve the spot you just go yep absolutely
0: was,
8: you
7: know there, there's you know. a video there's a video on youtube sorry to interrupt um yeah, and i think go. we've talked about this david um i think it's called why statism is the most dangerous religion
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's Larkin Rose. Great stuff.
7: Yeah, excellent video. Watch that if you have not seen it.
2: Okay.
8: And what's it called again? Yeah, the greatest.
2: It's the uh statism, the 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 greatest superstition ever told, or uh the greatest superstition never Some, yeah. told, something like that. I'll you know, I'll send it to you. Like, I, I, oh, you, okay. You got it, David. He, he wrote a book. He wrote a book. And it's, you know, by the same name, and I believe in that video he literally reads through the book. So um, it takes him about two and a half, maybe three hours for the whole video. But um, definitely worth a listen for sure. Uh, The book is excellent. The book is on the website. Uh, You know, um, if you have access to the library, the book you can download from the website, it is on there. Um, Excellent book. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lots of truth.
2: Yeah,
6: I think the one...
7: I think the one I saw, it, it was called Why Statism is the Most Dangerous Religion. I,
2: but mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not sure.
8: The one I'm looking at is Statism the Most, uh, uh, semicolon, the Most Dangerous Religion by Larkin
0: Rose. Yeah. That's the yeah. one. Okay. That's I'll make the sure one. to watch. But oh, yeah, yeah, you know,
8: I, I just booked my trip. And booking my hotel. Right now. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Gonna go yeah, on anything.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So it's it's uh it is. It's a different mindset and it is unlearning a lifetime of indoctrination. Um, you know, and, and uh <laughs> When the light goes on, you know, when, when you get a little taste of freedom and a little taste of truth, it's very hard to go back to believing lies and, and, and uh, you know, following the status quo. You get tired of it, you, you know. You finally understand that you're living a lie, you know. It's, it's just like this whole COVID thing. Does it exist? Maybe. <laughs> but if, if the politicians are the ones that are saying how horrible it is, not doctors, okay, Uh, They're pushing it through their media that they own, okay? It's fear tactics. It's lies. They didn't all of a sudden decide that they cared about you, okay? Something they've never done before, right? They've they've been lying to us our whole lives. Now all of a sudden they're telling the truth. And we're supposed
8: to believe that. (laughs) Exactly. What's astonishing, I mean, people know the media lies. They know, you know, they're being lied to by their government, and the minute they say something like this, they're like, oh, it must be the truth. It's just right, crazy.
2: right. Sure. But that's how deep the indoctrination runs,
4: you know. Exactly. It's,
2: it's, going, it's going, well, at least back in Egypt we had leeks and onions and, you know, we can grab a steak, you know. What do we got out here in the desert? Nothing. We're all going to die. They had no trust. None. They had that slave mentality because they just trusted that their slave master was going to make sure they had food and a roof over their head. So what? It came with the thousand lashes.
6: Right. You know,
2: they didn't care. (laughs) Their masters didn't care either. And these masters here absolutely do not care. But, being that they're the lesser authority or supposed to be the lesser authority, right? They're supposed to be public servants, public trustees. They're claiming to be the greater authority. Otherwise, how could they drag you as a man or a woman into a courtroom without a claim, without a legitimate
8: claim? Yeah, and, and, you know, um, there's a lot of of, um, the parallels with the whole judicial system and what Paul was talking about, you know, uh, that first he says judge not, doesn't he? Yep. In some yep. places says judge not, and then in another yep. place he says it's not one of you that is fit to judge amongst you. <laughs> so there's a there's a different type of judging going on there. There's a judging. Yes. Someone who is. Placing themselves over you to judge you, and then there's the righteous judgment that. Which is,
2: he, yeah, which is judging a situation between brothers or something like that.
8: Exactly. It's a self governing type of judgment, not a, right. a court authority, someone placing themselves as, in place of God being your judge.
2: Exactly.
4: Un-
8: accusing you, you know, because. the the, the right
2: basically he's saying we should be able to manage our own affairs even between each other that's like me hitting your mailbox it's like me hitting your mailbox and there's a cop sitting there right Mm -hmm. and he sees me hit the mailbox and he runs over there and he throws his lights on and he starts you know writing out tickets for me and all i do is ignore him i walk over to you i say hey i'm sorry i hit your mailbox i looked down and looked up and i you know Accidentally hit your mailbox. Let's go fix it. I'll make you whole. He won't, right. he, he's going to be pissed off that, he, that I do that because I'm handling it privately between the parties instead of allowing him to be an interloper.
8: Exactly. I'm not I accepting so. your
2: tickets. I did nothing
3: wrong. It was an
2: accident.
8: Yeah. And I think the key thing here, like what you're describing, is to cut them out of the loop. Take Absolutely. Them out of- do not even Join recognize them. them as any kind of authority over us um, I still remember when um, the cops came to my son's house repeatedly until I showed up there and they kept intimidating him to let his old roommate come into the apartment and I kept telling him, why do you keep letting him in because they say I have to they said I have to let them in to let him come in here um, the guy didn't live there. He was off the lease. He didn't have anything there, but they were allowing this kid to come in and take my son's stuff, steal his stuff. <laughs> and they were wow. there in the door. And this
0: guy in.
8: And was there. They showed up with the same kid. He was going to try to get in again. And I opened the door, and I'm like, what do you want? And the cop says, we want him. We're here to let him come in and get his stuff, you know, we need to come in there. And I looked at him and I said, uh, no. And I slammed the door in that cop's face. And they left. There you go. People yep. don't know. You don't have to let them, you don't have to talk to them. You No, nope,
2: not at all. What? Right. Um, Just because somebody calls you doesn't mean you have to pick up the phone. Just because somebody knocks on your door doesn't mean you have to answer it. Just because somebody called a name that sounds like yours does not mean that they're talking to you,
0: Right. especially if you don't,
2: if you don't recognize their voice or them. So, yeah, it's a I different way of thinking.
8: Yeah, and I, I think that just within probably the past seven years, you know, just God has been slowly uh, allowing me just to feel like I don't want to be a heard of that anymore, to extract myself, not to sign up for things, to try to limit my engaging in this beast system.
6: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, you're supposed to be called out from Babylon. It is Babylon. Commerce is Babylon. It is a Babylonian slave system. Don't believe me? Go look up the Code of Hammurabi.
8: Right, right. That's that's where it
2: came from. It was adopted by the Romans and perfected. Caesar used it throughout, you know, all the Caesars used it, you know. Right. But then you go around the world and you can say, okay, every Shah has used it. Every, you know, every leader in every country uses it. Every government in every country uses that system. And it's a false trust. It's a false trust.
8: And that was what Jesus was trying to say. He's trying to say, Satan deceives the whole world.
2: World. Yep. There you go. Lots and lots of parallels in the real world, you know, (laughs) what's going on.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But it's that trust, you know, and and, and the renewing of your mind that will absolutely keep you out of a cage. It'll keep you sharp against all these tricks that the the adversaries use. It's an adversarial system. The world system is an adversarial system. Don't get caught up in it. I have, no, I have no beef with the government, none. It's Donald Duck. It doesn't exist. That's like, you know, <laughs> why would I fight with, with, with Scooby-Doo? You know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why would I fight with a fiction? You know, it, it makes no sense. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to court to argue. I'm going to question their authority. And to claim jurisdiction over my affairs and my property—that's all. That's all I'm doing when I go to a courtroom.
1: And who I'm is? I'm not arguing
2: neighbor? one single bit.
1: What's that? And who is your neighbor? You're 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 always with the attitude of of loving your neighbor. Correct.
2: Therefore, you. You, you cannot. You can't possibly break a law that way. Right. Right.
8: Exactly. Yeah. If you if Local. you love
2: your neighbor. Right, He says love is the fulfillment of the law. So you can't possibly break the law if your intent is to love your neighbor. can't do it. It's an impossibility. And love is the fulfillment of the law. At least that's what it says in, in, the, in the word that I read, in the law that I read.
8: <laughs> and Jesus, I mean, God is love. So yep. when you really, really think about that love, that is supposed to be our identifier as Christ said they will know you by your love for one another no by your fruit (laughs) right the fruit if the fruit isn't there then the love doesn't then it's just not there and people do not get that That love is God and God is love and if that love is not manifested in us
2: then then we're not open
8: exactly it's so simple and it's been made it,
1: it is simple but love has been twisted around and I'd and I, I like to, to kind of present it to, to people I speak with like this it, it, love truth without love is just pure brutality but love without yeah. truth isn't love at all yeah same
2: thing with trust <laughs> it's all these yep. principles fit together Right? if you love your neighbor, you're willing to have a relationship and trust them, you know, and vice versa. Until, you, until you see their fruit, and if their fruit is no good, you break that
0: relationship.
2: No love lost because there was none to begin with. Right. Well, mm. <clears throat> so, what a great show, guys! Thank you for participating. We got about oh, seven, eight minutes left. If anybody has any other questions, feel free to bring them up. I know we still got a bunch of people on here. If not, we can continue. <laughs> Even if you ask questions or have another... Uh, uh, in the meantime, I could, uh, I'll could plug the website again. It's bulletproofsolutions.org. Um, basically teach you how to live privately, um, apart from the state, apart from government, uh, to be free and to manage your own affairs effectively, uh, and to defend your private estate or trust. Um, But it's bulletproofsolutions.org. If you want or know somebody who you would like to hear as a guest on the show and you want them to reach out and see if we can't get them on, uh, you can either do that at the website or you can email me directly at the letter A, Babylon at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to me on Facebook, either on my personal, Dave Horowitz, or on the How to Win in Court Without a Liar uh, page. And... You know, or if you have questions or a legal issue that you're dealing with that you'd like to talk about, or if you're interested in finding out how to go private, feel free to reach out and talk to me as well. Um, again, I've, it's been a great show, a lot of participation. It really does make the show that much better. Um, last week was great as well, and I appreciate everybody being on the show and participating, and if you're just listening in, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh Appreciate having you on here. I will be um, putting the recording for the show onto Facebook and all the groups that I post the, the uh, notice for the show. I'll be posting the uh, the recording for this show either later this evening or tomorrow, uh, depending on how how well my internet allows me to upload it. <laughs> this one's gone three hours, so it uh, usually takes a little bit longer, so I, I usually end up having to do it really late at night. Uh, it takes a long time to upload, but I will get it out there, and I will post it back onto all the Facebook groups that I that I posted the, the notice for the show on, and uh, or you can actually go to the website, bulletproofsolutions.org, and there is a podcast section, and you can click on there, and I usually load them up. I have to do the last couple weeks, but I'm pretty caught up on there. Um, there's tons of podcast recordings on there as well, so... But uh, any other questions before we wrap it up for the night? Speak now or forever hold your peace.
0: <laughs> forever.
2: <laughs> forever, well, at least until you see, uh, reach out to me on Facebook or the website <laughs> or my
1: email. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of laughing, Dave, that uh, that I, I was able to hear the story of your uh, your Annie and not Adam. And how you know? Because I had listened to you on Anchor FM on your podcast. It's kind of how I found you. Uh, yeah, and I had asked you about that that story, and so that was uh, that that was good. It, it's good to to see that it was. I mean, I knew it was Hebrew. I just didn't go down and 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 dig it out. You know, <laughs> I, I you know again, I, it was uh,
2: the way I came up with it was you know. Uh, when, when God created Adam, man, that's what he called him, Adam. And, uh, yeah. It means you know, red and or
1: earth, yeah.
2: Ruddy, yeah, ruddy, red man, uh, earth, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's common, right? It's a common man. And, uh, like Hava, which would have been what, what the Greeks called Eve, um, you know, means life. And, um, you know, oh, so man. these were the names that God called us as you know, uh, as ahd as, as one, right? We all go back to Ahad, oneness. Uh, but as far as um, Annie means I am in Hebrew, and uh, Adam is man. So you know, when when somebody that I don't recognize. Ask me who I am. I'll say Annie Adam. I'm, I'm, I am Adam, or I am man. You know, and you don't know me from Adam, which is you know a, a saying that's been around for a long, long, long time.
6: Uh huh. So I
2: use that as a name. You know that God gave me right. It's He gave all of man uh, the name Adam. It's a common name for man. Or mankind. And he was created in God's image, which gives you a lot of authority.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
8: I have a question Given, about yeah. that.
1: <laughs> Given free <pre-dom. Sure. laughs> dominion <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Brad, what was your
2: question?
8: If, if we're made in the image of God, and we're male and female, then doesn't that mean that there is also male and female
6: God? Well, in,
2: in he created them in his image and in his likeness, right? Uh-huh. So the, the, I would say that, you know, that, yes, God has, uh, you know, uh, characteristics, right? We can't really define God as male or female. God is love. God is spirit, you know. Uh, God is, you know, uh,
0: uh, man as,
2: as Yeshua, you know. But again, yes, to answer your question, he, he created Adam and out of Adam came Hava. So out of the same creation Okay, he didn't he didn't go back to the dirt to create Hava. He took a rib. Two became one flesh. There's a whole lot to that, but <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah, that's the embodiment of uh, feminine and masculine, I would assume that, uh, you know, those are attributes uh, of God if we were all created in that image.
1: And in, and in fact, if I, if I can just interject, you know, it's kind of a, I don't want, at the risk of leaving it on a, on a sour note, I'm not trying to do that, but the, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that Hava <clears throat> was a name that came about after the fall and that they were one, and they didn't really have names for each other. They just called each other up until, yeah. you know, the fall when when Adam might have I don't know maybe maybe had some some resentment or whatever, but he 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 gave her a name. <laughs> uh, yep, which also yeah. gave him dominion over her. Uh, over her. That's- that's exactly, and in keeping with your original intent today of this whole call, I mean, that was kind of yeah. how it ended up, was,
0: was <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it, it's for, so deep. Thanks, Brian, it's, it's for all, playing it full circle. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <But> anytime.
2: <laughs> that was good. That was a good way to end it. Well, thank you guys very much for joining me today, and this is How to Win in Court Without a Liar, and I appreciate all you guys' uh involvement and being on the show and tuning in and, and, uh, your support, uh, by listening. And thank you again. And hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of your weekend and hope to talk with you soon. Good night guys. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Good night.
0: Thank you. Thank
2: you. Bye now.